0: I know people have been waiting the streets is hungry what's up everybody we got everybody in the room happy wednesday Coop. how you doing today sir
1: uh you know fatigued vexed slightly perplexed
0: somebody said our uh notifications for five o'clock came at 4 30 no we really set the show at 4 30 no, no, we really set the show at 4 30 we really set the show at 4 30 we got a lot to talk about i mean the grammy nominations came in um Publications are refusing to uh, actually review KD3, as we kind of predicted. There's been a whole relevance conversation as it pertains to uh, 21 Savage proclaiming that Nas isn't relevant. And obviously he got dragged and trashed on social media as he should. And we're going to dig deep into that as well. Um it's a lot to talk about, and I I have a little rant that I want to go on as well, um, you know. But that that that's no, going to be in no, the show. Don't don't
1: don't say rant, Mike. Let's uh, let's speak with eloquence, you know. Let's say a soliloquy, a poignant diatribe, you know. To to to, to uh, for what you want to speak up to call it a rant is actually like take it beneath what it's what I think it's worth about what you have to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I mean. I- it's going to come across as such, but it's definitely not. It's just like everything that we do, it's for the betterment of hip-hop culture. It's nothing self-serving in that sense. It's all about, you know, the betterment of what needs to be out there. I mean, people kept sending us a whole lot of videos, the Hot Nine Seven video, um, to for starters. Let me get some of these super chats before I get into that, though. 007, shout out to you, sir. Talking to him offline, he said, Peace Kings. Um, We got Marquez Davis with the $20 Super Chat off top. Good looking. He said, Peace. KD3 is ranked uh, as 93 on Metacritic. Let's see if it holds. Currently ranked as the eighth best album ahead, including To Pebble Butterfly, Damn, Stankonia, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and Mad Villainy. Do you think KD3 is better than any of those albums? Huh.
1: Yes, except for My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy.
0: Huh. Okay. I definitely don't think it's better than My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy.
1: Just like that. It's Um, better than the rest of those, though, in my opinion. To Pimp a Butterfly. Even a conversation is to Pimp a Butterfly.
0: The replayability of To Pimp a Butterfly is not high.
1: It's very problematic. In my
0: opinion. And I was super high on the album. Still am. But. Honestly, the replay value of Damn, I think, is a little bit more competitive. I think Damn, honestly, you can make a better argument for Damn than you could to Peppa Butterfly. Just from a, you know, playability standpoint.
1: Well, song for song is going to stand next to KD3 better in terms of that replay value. I get what you're saying, because some of that stuff on... um... To Pimp a Butterfly, although uh, lyrically intrinsic and uh, culture-wise very valuable and poignant as well, shit don't slap like 30.
0: Nah, I mean, that's my thing, man. WTF,
1: like it just don't.
0: <laughs> I'm the person that when I heard To Pimp a Butterfly, before I went on the social media and heard anything anybody was saying about it, I said it's the best rap album I heard since... Uh, supreme clientele. So I'm very high on Pimple Butterfly, but nobody right. around me really felt the same way. And I think that that's a big part of what makes an album great is just the fact that everybody's on one accord playing the same shit and excited about the same shit. We experienced that when we were doing our um, Station Head broadcast. And shout out to all of y'all that came to that as well because Man, we done ranked in the top 10 on Station Head, man. Look at us. Yeah, but, we um, appreciate the love, too. Yeah, appreciate the love. So, I mean, when we were playing those records, you could feel the energy in the room with everybody that was in the room listening to those records as we were. And, you know, everybody had their favorite songs. And even when we had 007 on after we listened to the album initially, everybody wanted to hear different songs over and over. Now, I don't know if we would have gotten that same type of listening experience listening to to Pimple Butterfly, um, you know, for the first time or even just when people go revisit it. So it's a very difficult album to match up with anything, even his own catalog. Because I remember when he was sitting down with Big Boy out there in L.A. and he was ranking his albums. This was after Damn. He ranked to Pimple Butterfly like third or fourth. And me as a fan, I was disappointed. I was like, that's your best album. But maybe it wasn't slapping like that to people even around him.
1: I told you it wasn't his best album. Like, Good Kid, Mad City is his best album. Um, I do think To Pimp a Butterfly. I mean, if you, I enjoy Damn more. It's just so hard to put Damn ahead of To Pimp a Butterfly because it's like how much a dollar cost is on there. Mortal Man is on there. Hood politics is on there. Uh, Mama
0: said, right? It's, yeah. No, I listen to that's me. Some very,
1: that's some very important stuff in terms of the writing canon of hip hop. You get what I'm saying?
0: How well do you think the damn has aged? How about that? Do you think that's the thing? To Pippa Butterfly has actually just aged better than damn?
1: Well, you know what? Uh, I think Damn was more of an album that was kind of like made. It's it's, it's his moment album of the albums. Like most of the, the other albums appear to be culture pieces, and Damn appears to be that moment album, or appears to be the album where he's like, no, 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 I can just like make hit dope records that you like to listen to for this time.
0: Mm. KD you know? with the super chat. <laughs> KD, look at you says uh, that Kendrick nomination is hilarious. Dude dropped two discs amid. <laughs> One uh, was a weed played, the other was a frisbee. Crazy how magic wasn't even nominated. We're gonna talk about all that too, and you know, and I'm gonna do a um, a disclaimer before we talk about those things because I know a lot of people feel like this is about you know a pat on the head or a pat on the back or anything like that. No, it's not what it is. My thing is, if you step into the hip hop arenas, you need to get it all the way correct or just leave it alone. Uh, thirty six chambers with the super chat says had kd three on repeat since the listening party. Still, fellas, uh, what an amazing album! Is such a well rounded body of work by Nas. Album of the year, no question. Um, yeah. dialogue with the super chat says, "Coop, are you going to respond uh, <laughs> to sincere from Rat Roundtable?" Lord have mercy. What I respect, I your even... super chat, but I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Right, I was about to say, I'm not even privy to exactly what it is that I need to respond to. I mean, I mean, Mike, you know this. <clears throat> I've been super, super busy lately doing a few things. I was with my cousin Six at his house on Monday till about 1 in the morning. And then I was with uh, a, a local artist that we're about to throw up on here soon, loose screw to about 4 a.m., then I went to work and worked ten straight hours. Then I came home and got ready for the show till I passed out. Then I, you know, got my kit. You know what I'm saying? It's like so. I've been on the go. Whatever, uh, whatever. Sincere from Rap Rap Roundtable uh, had to say. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's for their show and this is ours. I guess. Yeah, you know so much to
0: them. I uh, I mean, yeah. Job hollered at me the other day, man. I was like, man. Uh, yeah. He's
1: I was like, Great work,
0: man. Because they got. Tweeted out by a uh, Hip Boy as well. Oh yeah, yeah um, congratulations there's a lot of, to them
1: for that yeah, as well. I a good look them as well. Looks like it was a good look for us.
0: Yeah, he said the same thing to us. So um there was Congrats. actually an artist too, um, sorcery.z. We actually put it in our community section. He did a few different tributes to Nas. And it's cool seeing people doing these tributes. And I, I saw another one that was online where they were basically talking about uh 21 Savage and what he had to say and kind of just debunking that. So there's a lot of artists out there giving respect to Nas. So, you know, you can check this one out. It's actually in our community section. Uh we got links everywhere on that. Uh Shike's the 30 with the super chat says KD three is an instant classic, five mics. I want to talk about that conversation too that uh Hot Nine Seven mm-hmm. had about KD three being a top five uh Nas album. Uh, I God,
1: believe we had that conversation first, but yeah, we they probably
0: did. did. I mean, they didn't no, really. No, no, run. we
1: did. We had it on Friday.
0: Yeah, I and remember. They,
1: yeah. <laughs> like I remember we, we really we did, we like did. like here on Friday. <laughs>
0: we actually did. We do so much stuff, I forget. But yeah, um, they, their conversation really wasn't a, a great one, and I say that respectfully. I mean, you had Laura Styles saying that you know, uh, uh, Rewind was on Street Disciple and. You know, I get it. People mess up on live radio. Or whatever, but <laughs> nobody corrected her. Rosenberg or Ebro or, um, I, I forgot my other man's name, man, but none of them corrected her. She sat there and said Rewind was on Squish Disciples. No, no, I'm talking about the other black guy that's on there. Yeah,
1: isn't that Styles. Yeah,
0: no, it's, it's Laura Styles. Somebody in the chat styles. probably knows it's Laura Styles, Ebro, Rosenberg, and it's, uh, there's a brother on there, too. Like, he works the boards. I think he does the programming on it. But nobody mm-hmm. corrected her. And, um, you know, it was probably a mistake on her end. But she said The Street Disciple was one of her favorite Nas albums. And she thought Rewind was on there. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Godson gonna, was another one that they mentioned in their top five as well.
1: I'm not going to totally... Um, first of all, I'm
0: not going to totally knock her. No, no,
1: definitely no, 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 I mean, for the Streets Disciple comment, I'm going to tell you something in full candor. I've heard a lot of women in the music industry who are either artists, singers, musicians or involved in the industry, specifically mm-hmm. from the female perspective, that tell me that they really love Streets Disciple. And they bought up some of the songs. She bought up some of the songs that my female compatriots that I've dealt with over the years musically have submitted to me about why they do they go for the rest of my life and just a moment and say story those melodies those riffs it, it's more musical to mm-hmm. them it's more it's more groovy it is more in tune maybe with the women hip-hop listener than maybe it was for the male hip-hop listener is what i think that album would show of course you know not realizing that rewind is on stillmatic while you're saying that you know you're not sure how stillmatic ranks in the catalog is a little problematic It's like well if you're not sure Rewind <laughs> It's on Stillmatic That could be some of the problem With where you have Stillmatic Right? Exactly
0: <laughs> You and I just did a, a Patreon And shout out to everybody who joined us for the Patreon And we were going down Well actually we had two things on the table Right we were either going to do the Pete Rock And Eric Sermon song for song Or we were going to do Katie And uh, KD3 Excuse me and Stillmatic we let the people vote. You there? You there? Did I go out for a second? Yeah, it just went
1: out for a second. Okay. It's all
0: good, though. Let me rewind then. So on the Patreon, we had um, we had two things on the table, right? We had Pete Rock versus Eric Sermon, song for song uh, matchup. Or we had KD3 and Stillmatic, song for song. And we put it on the people and was like, look, which one do y'all want us to do? Because we figured that you know people might be kd 3 out, but they weren't. They wanted us to do KD3 versus Stillmatic, right? So, we did that. We did. And numerically, oh, and I think I need to put this in here too. We had to take away the bonus song from uh, KD3, make it 16 songs. We had to add on No Ideas Original to Stillmatic to make it an even 16, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Numerically, Stillmatic won. From what I remember, but it wasn't by a lot. But what I it noticed, four. it
1: was like nine to seven, wasn't it?
0: It was something very close. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because
1: that. remember, it came down to the, to the last song. We were like, yeah, yeah, it was like it could have ended up being tied. Like it was like
0: nine to seven. Yeah. But what I noticed, there are a lot of weak points in Stillmatic, but there aren't any weak points in KD3. So for me, I mean, I'm not going to knock anybody who thinks otherwise. I'm putting KD3 in that third spot, and I'm moving Stillmatic to that fourth spot. Um, So I think that his top five looks like this. Illmatic, it was written, KD3, Stillmatic, and Magic. What do you think? Let me get to these. I super think
1: that tests. is no, no, no. I'm really sincerely thinking about it. I think mm-hmm. that is a sincere
0: list. Um, it, I mean, the only question at five for me is either lost tapes or magic.
1: Right, right. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like as much as I love magic, I don't know. There's something about when Do Rags comes on, Mike.
0: And yeah, Blazer Fifty and you know, No Ideas Originals actually on there.
1: You gotta uh, love fetus,
0: it. Gotta love it. Yeah, I don't love know myself. Yeah, Papa let, was a player. That might be the next one we have to do, right? Purple. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me rethink zombie. that one. Yeah, let me rethink.
1: Black zombie. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, for me, the KD three is you know this this is a um a four album run in a two year span. KD three is the um, best of the four. Yeah. to me and so i think that that is uh more solidified after listening to it further so i think it is a magic lost tapes conversation about which one cracks the top five because i think illmatic and it was written as a given i think listening to kd3 is just hard to ignore
0: um <clears throat> I, I mean the degree uh, of difficulty of, of magic is super high you know well, the, 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 no the degree difficulty of kd3
1: is super high of course. My, because yeah. this is what i'm saying like Go look at all those other albums, Mike. They're all produced by a multitude of people. Yeah. And it's not just some people, Mike. It's some of the best people who ever made beats in the history of hip hop that are on those albums. Like if you just go to Ilmatic specifically, Mike, you understand that four of the twenty greatest producers in the history of hip hop are on that one album. The album's only nine
0: fucking songs. Well, I mean, you got LES in the top. Never mind. But I feel Mike. There are five producers. I said four in the top 20. Okay, I got you. That would be Large Professor, Mm -hmm.
1: DJ Premier, Q-Tip, and Pete Rock. Those are four of our 20 best producers in the history of hip-hop,
0: correct? Three are top 10. Yeah, three are top 10. We need to have that conversation.
1: That's why I wanted to talk about Hit Boy again because it's like, well, you know, I just got done thinking through Pete Rock's catalog. And I'm like, no, no, no. Pete rock ain't made four straight albums like this.
0: Oh, my goodness. Let me get to these super chats. they pile it up real okay. quick. I'm just
1: telling you what I've seen. I'm not saying that... Now, Hit-Boy hasn't made They Reminisce Over You or The World Is Yours either, but I'm just saying. like That's, that's what right. I mean about when I said it's conversational. Even if he's not cracking your top ten, the fact that I can say something like that to you. Well, Hit-Boy like, got some big this.
0: records. He got some big, big KD3. records.
1: KD-3 production-wise is better than It Was Written. Yeah, it is. It Was Written has Havoc, has Premiere, has Trackmasters, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. have Dr. Dre.
0: Dr. Dre's on there, too. Correct
1: me if I'm wrong. Oh, so right. when when you have an album that has Dr. Dre production, Havoc production, DJ Premier production, Trackmasters production, and this one guy, when the MC is almost 50, produces the album better, oh, come on, degree of difficulty being higher, degree of difficulty changing shit.
0: Let me get it to you, Super Chats, and I'm going to go on a big run because I, I don't want to get too far behind. Godfather yeah, of the super no, chat says, "Just
1: go ahead and run it." Yeah, it cool. said.
0: Godfather says, "Yo Nas, uh, yo Nas is better. Give your free, t- give you all some free tickets." Says, "Yo Nas, better give you some free tickets." I guess he say we should get some free tickets. I mean, we don't need to get any. I mean, you know, make great album, great albums, great music. We're gonna talk about it. Billy Bars with the super chat says, "Hip boys spoiled us with the beats. I can't listen to a mediocre instrumental anymore." And Nas didn't just skate on kd3 he was floating on that shit yeah he was it's one of the big observations from uh some of the few reviews that i've read uh, you know complex and i'm gonna get to this in a second complex's review is very interesting because they criticize Nas's lack of flow on there i'll read it in a second uh well, that's the 30...
1: because they don't know what they're talking about though, Mike, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> Sheik's the thirty with the super chat says, uh, did y'all see the Trevor Noah interview with Nas? How Nas said when I dropped the track list on KD three, he put the picture with all his Grammys, the shade, lol. Yeah, I did see that. You saw the interview? I, I didn't,
1: but you wanna know what I like about it? <clears throat> he didn't acknowledge Guru at all. It's like, oh, like no he's like jay posted the picture <laughs> i mean guru like, like you have like, it. A like box. there's levels to this you don't get acknowledgments you know what you're gonna get if you would have did that you like they would have if they would have been like young guru he had been like who's young guru he's like jay posted that
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's be 100 honest on a social media aspect jay-z is young guru young guru is jay-z if he's posting it, it's pretty much coming from Jay. Uh, CJ Kid with the super chat says, God's got a lot more people. Uh God's got a lot more people are giving Nas credit this time. Thank you for speaking head on, spearing this head on, excuse me. No problem, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We just got to keep it real out here. We're gonna keep it real today, too, because there's a whole lot to really get into. Andrea Green says, uh, do you guys think that uh when we look back, On this four-album run, that it will be hard to separate in individual albums. In my opinion, the whole run has been classic. This will be looked at as the Hit Boy era. Hmm. For Nas, right? I could see that. What say you, Coop?
1: I told you, I mean, I mean, for me, I mean, you can look at it on that level too, and I understand what he's saying. You could make a whole box set. I told you if they don't do anything else, he has the greatest hits for this decade.
0: Yep.
1: Right here in these four albums.
0: I think. They and should so, do that. like,
1: so I could see box setting this in, it, 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 you know, like yeah. like totally. Like, I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite things as a music head. When I used to work at Manifest Disc and Tapes when I was in high school, there was this Marvin Gaye box set, like, and it literally had his top songs from the time he stepped to the mic to the time he left but it had it sectioned off by years of his musical transitions. I don't know where to find that thing at anymore. This was one of the cool things about working at like an old boutique record store like that. shit like that was floating around. And Nas, I told you Nas is the first artist where I can honestly say, Oh no, no, no. I could see you doing that. It's like, you could take the guy from like 91 to 99, you know what I'm saying? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Box set them. You could take the guy from like 2000, 2009 box set them. 2010, 2019, box set him. And if he stops right now, he's got another box set. So that's how I I kind of look at it in that way. So not differently, just kind of maybe an expansion of the thought.
0: That's dope. 007 on the Super Chat says, 21 Savage and Younger Generation artists continue to do things to drive a a divide amongst the generations. Why? This area, uh, I'm sorry, this arena is way too big. Uh, 21 sounds... Uh, should be congratulating and not having that approach. You know, we're going to get into the 21 thing, but this is what I will say. Nas is about to do Madison Square Garden. Uh, Nas just did 25, a 25-city 25 tour, all sold out. I'm pretty sure Madison Square Garden is going to be sold out as well. 21 mm-hmm. Savage can't sell out State Farm Arena. So what are we talking about when we're talking about quote-unquote relevance?
1: Do you want to go to the super chats before we get off into that? Yeah, next?
0: yeah, 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 I'm sorry. yeah. CJ Kid with the super chats. I just felt like saying that. And I'm going a, I'm a to no, 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 I mean, I feel you. Hard. I feel
1: you. I mean, I just don't want, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah, I don't want to get, get lost in are, translation. Like,
0: like, yeah. Yeah. CJ Kid says, uh, which album utilizes soul samples the best? Uh, the Blueprint, Supreme Clientele, or KD3? <sighs> I'm going to give it to the Blueprint on that. Hold on,
1: what? Uh, what did he say, Blueprint
0: or what? Uh, Supreme Clientele or KD3? utilizes soul samples the best i mean
1: <clears throat> you know i like those plain sight killings mike and so when that eddie kane shit come on i'm just like oh I've been sitting now that's one long. of the
0: most creative you know soul samples i've heard in a minute
1: but i mean mike what's the, the it's that stroke of it's, it's a stroke of genius because yeah. sometimes the genius is what's right in front of you it's like well we all know that moment we all know that scene. We all know that movie in this culture so well, like so well.
0: No one ever Nobody. touched it.
1: Nobody. Yeah. Plain sight. It's right there. It's like, oh man, it's right there in front of
0: me. Right <laughs> Andrew Green with the Super Chat says, Rosenberg's energy uh, when they were talking uh, looked like uh, when your parents are making you begrudgingly apologize to your sibling. I didn't notice that in that Hot 9-7 segment. They didn't really seem too energetic or excited or even educated. On Nas's catalog enough to really be having the discussion. I mean, maybe they got it from, you know, the discussion that we were having. I don't know if we got some people who are interns over there who are possibly in the chat that pass on uh, different content ideas to the show. But yeah, I mean, it's like they attempted to have a top five Nas album conversation and they just fell flat and ended up talking about something else without actually really getting anywhere with it. Antonio with the Super Chat says, I've been playing KD3 in heavy rotation since it's been released. I have it in my top three Nas albums now. Uh, the media has also been rating it fairly. Actually, just one media outlet, um, N- uh, NME, they gave it five. And we're going to get to all these ratings and stuff too. Hip Hop DX gave it 4.1. What was interesting about the Hip Hop DX uh, review was the fact that he really said nothing. You know, it really didn't say anything bad or anything great. just kind of on the surface, almost like he could have written that interview, not interview, he could have written that review without even listening to the album. Now, the complex one is even stranger, and we're going to get to that, but they didn't rate it at all. It was just a lot of verbiage and... Some slights in there, but one thing I did notice that people stopped referring to illmatic. So, wonder what that is. Yeah, CJ kid with the super chat says, Coop, after placing KD3 in Nasa's catalog last week, is KD3 better than uh the OG I am double disc? Here we go with this OG I am.
1: I don't, you know, I don't want to focus on OG I am right now, to be honest with you, but I get what he's saying. I think, you know what, comparable, because I felt like part of what, um, like, to me, the OGIM was potentially better than it was written, not lyrically, but Mm production-wise, because of the array and the assortment, you know what I mean? Because you have to understand, Blazer 50, Copper was a player, Fetus, like, all that stuff is on there, Small World was on there, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think Money Is My Bitch was on there.
0: And Green with the super chat says, uh, Street Disciple hit different back then because I got married the same year. It dropped, but divorced now. That album ain't it. Um, Funny how things change. Uh, Let's see. Man Man with the super chat says, Forever 21 clown. No bars. Just whack. Punks, they push uh, (laughs) trash, in my opinion. Forever 21 I guess he's talking about 21 Savage Um, Craig Smith with the super chat says um, Ice from the Joe Button podcast Is one of the biggest Nas haters I've ever heard Y'all gotta peep his opinion on KD3 uh, From today's episode What'd he say? Uh, LP with the super chat says um, Lost tapes is better than magic It comes down to uh, the subject matter Okay I'm not mad at that. Uh, See, the, um, no,
1: I'm, I'm, that's what I mean. Is it's like the, the I think the Magic Lost Tapes conversation is the conversation.
0: Yeah, Andrew because, Green. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, 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 no. Go ahead.
0: Andrew Green says uh, Nas' top album tear list uh, shakes out like this: Illmatic. It was written. Uh, KD three. Stillmatic. Magic. Lost Tapes. So he got a tie with KD three and Stillmatic. A third. A tie in third with Magic and Lost Tapes. Four, you got KD two and Godson. Five, you got KD and life is good. Six, I am and um distant relatives. Hmm. Interesting. uh Liga M with the super chat says hip hop DX rated KD three a four point one out of five. Slant uh mag did seventy. Disappointing. I didn't even read the slant magazine one. Okay. Uh, I'm sitting here waiting for Rolling Stone and Pitchfork, man. Andrew Green says, yo, did y'all know that the uh, horns on To My Last Breath were from the New York Mets entrance? Now repping Queens to the fullest. Yeah, I heard that.
1: 007, I believe, made us privy to that. And we weren't privy to that before. Yeah. Right. 36 we're obviously not from Queens or New York.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 36 and we're Braves Chambers. fans.
1: Go Braves, by the way.
0: Right. Smaller uh, hip-hop publications are rating KD as flawless. The larger ones are rating it lower, which makes me think they are listening to something different. Or not listening at all, right? Um, <laughs> Hassan Sykes with the Super Chat says, The degree of... Uh, all right, The degree of difficulty was higher uh, with Stillmatic. Everybody counted him out, including Queens. Nas was a man without a country. Now, that is a... That is a good point. That is very valid. That is a very good point. And, you know, I don't want to be a part of revisionist history, but you're right. Stillmatic is still one of the biggest, one of the best comeback albums ever.
1: No, it's the best comeback
0: album ever. Uh, Vernon with the Super Chat says, uh, The Shy Light sample uh, song was on replay for me. I mean, you know what? They took the Bridges
1: Over sample, Mike. Like, that's the Bridges Over
0: sample. What about 2001. Do you count that as a comeback album? How's that a comeback when the last album that you made was The Chronic? It's not. And see, I don't like that false narrative that Jigga Man put in his pen. No. You made that Aftermath album. That shit is an album. It's nothing that What What's the difference between that and everything else? We're not going to act like that Aftermath album didn't happen. It did. Okay, Been there, done that, it's on there. I mean... East Coast no, killer, no, no. West, East Coast, Coast West Coast on killer, on Yeah. Right. It's his I album. I mean,
1: Mike, I, I guess I don't look at it from a producer's perspective of like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, Dre never went anywhere, though, Mike. Like, he never, ever went anywhere. Like, think about it. Between the Chronic, we have like Donkey Style. You know what I'm saying? Then, and then he did break off and do his own thing. Then he's connected with Nas. Then he gets Eminem. Well,
0: the then firm wasn't well-received. Hold on, hold on. The firm wasn't well-received. Like, it felt like he
1: took three or four years off, Mike. Dr. Dre didn't go anywhere for three or four or five years. Did That's, I miss something? He was did missing, Dr. Dre disappeared like, for four or
0: five years. He had no hits, though, Coop. It was like he was missing. and He wasn't missing, quote-unquote, but he wasn't delivering at Dr. Dre level. Like, when he left Death Row... He really didn't have nothing until "Bitch Please." To be real, that's why I feel didn't like "Bitch Please" LP, brought him back. Mike,
1: the Slim Shady LP.
0: Man, come on, man! That you're shit not, ain't like, about Dr. Change, Dre. Like, like, it's not about change, Dr. Dre. You don't get to
1: change plaques on the wall, Mike. Like I'm sorry, like you don't get to change the three, four million records that it sold. So you you're don't.
0: telling me, you're telling me, the Slim Shady LP is about Dr. Dre's beats. It's not the
1: best shit on there. Is I mean, how, yeah, the, how much? How much did there. he
0: actually produce on there? I
1: think he did five tracks on there, at least mm-hmm.
0: three. If Dr. Dre... I mean, if we did a Dr. Dr. Think, versus, a lot we lot the Dr. Dre versus a of them hold
1: on. You don't. Do you think that all of that buzz surrounding Eminem was just because of Eminem's skin pigmentation or lack thereof, and nothing to do with the fact that this guy? At linked with Dr. Dre, you well, know what I you think, think it was about the story.
0: More? I think it was about the Dr. Dre association, but I don't think Thank it was about so, the Dr. So, Dre so. actual production, though. You know what I mean?
1: The firm went platinum. You do understand that, right? It's a platinum album. He People calls it a like flop. The firm didn't go platinum. He phone ca- tap.
0: He calls it a flop. That's in his own words.
1: Y'all thought it would I Don't was know Nas or Eminem wrote that, but he went platinum and he made phone tap.
0: I'm oh, saying, man.
1: though,
0: if, if it, <laughs> again, if it was a record that he was proud of, I don't think it would even be a notion about him. Did I fall off? He, he's saying all this stuff. You're denying stuff that he's admitted himself. Got it's you ripping every chronic poster off things. your ball off? Like, that stuff really happened. <laughs> it really did. So you think 2001
1: is a comeback album? Is really more I definitely think
0: it's a comeback album. I don't agree. LP with the Super Chat says, uh, he is I and I am him, Jay-Z, about Young Guru. He is I and I am him, pretty much. I mean, when it comes to social media stuff and I see Young Guru post things, I mean, it's pretty much coming from the, the thoughts of Jigger Man himself. Hassan Sykes with the Super Chat says, What rapper can defeat this run in a versus? Mm, interesting. Mad Max with the Super Chat says, Before the Whack Harlow talk, Or the 21 trash smoke. I just want to say, Black Panther 2 is trash. (laughs) I love love your commentary, Mad Max. You really know how to really guide a conversation. Um, Kedro with the Super Chat says, 9 out of 10 listen to KD3 all weekend, found reasons to drive around the city, and we know the price of gas is high. Yeah. So, yeah. You really wanted to ride around that. Uh, let's see I think we got a couple more coupon. we can really get into some of these topics um, we got Tanheiser says if Lost Tapes counts it's a perfect album 10 out of 10 it's Illmatic then Lost Tapes then It Was Written then KD3 then Stillmatic I like that top 5 and I'm not gonna say that Lost Tapes doesn't count why wouldn't it count it's a fucking album you know what I mean Plus. with original songs what is it Plus. then it's not a compilation because compilations, you know, have other people, or you know, have greatest hits. So, like you can't call it the greatest hits. You can't call it a compilation. You can't call it a mixtape. It's an album. It is what it is. With no features. Yeah. Ken Kendra with the super chat says uh, Nas and his team should run with Twenty One uh, Accidental promo. Yeah, definitely. And I think that the whole relevant conversation, if Nas wasn't relevant. Then this wouldn't be all over the place, right?
1: Well, the, here's the thing about it. So let's let's.
0: Are you ready? I'm we... um, almost done. Smiles and waves. Just hold that thought. We'll, we'll get right into that. Um, smiles and Waves says, "Hit boy, letting us know that uh, shooting up studio bar. Nas drop is coming from J Electronica. Lol. Been waiting for J Electronica to drop something." J Electronica in the building. Alor says it's sad to see how much. Who to drop
1: something? Huh? You waiting for who to drop something?
0: (laughs) J Electronica, you might be waiting another ten years or something. Um, Alor says it's sad to see how such a legend faces so many haters. It is sad. Uh, Godfather with the super chat says if it wasn't for um, if it wasn't for you, uh, your there wouldn't be saying they wouldn't be saying nothing. I think he said if it wasn't for y'all, they wouldn't be saying nothing. If it wasn't for y'all, they wouldn't be saying nothing. I mean, we're just here doing the show. You guys are the ones to be out here riding on them. You know what I'm saying? LP with the super chat says, uh, 28,000, greater than Griselda, Freddy uh, G, Joey Badass, The Baby, The Game, Lotto, Jeezy, Cuddy, Tori, Mozzie, ESTG, and the same as Herbo, Takeoff, Quavo, Logic, Yeet, Um, etc. If he's irrelevant, so are they, and more so because they're current. Uh, CJ Kid says, "I don't know uh, you guys." Uh, he said, "I didn't know you guys hate me mentioning OG." I am my bad. Now, now it's not that we just want to keep it current with uh, KD three, but no, I. Don't. Yeah. And the fact that with I am though, it's like. It just wasn't released, man, Right, I don't want to go down
1: the I Am rabbit hole when we're talking about the concrete stuff. That's all I was trying to say. You know, I love me some OG I Am. I can tell you many stories about it. Tell you about how my ex in college, my girlfriend in college, how she broke my OG I Am double CD. That's part of why she's not here anymore. That's all right. you get fired. that's how you lose
0: your job. <laughs> Ken Palmer, with the Super Chat says, Great interview with Ebro and Hitboy on Apple TV on YouTube. Uh, Yeah, it was. And we were going to talk about that, too. Uh, KD3 on replay all week. Great Twitter chat uh, this week with someone uh, from Mass Appeal on Nas's album. On Nas's album. Great job, fellas. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, man, um, Ebro redeemed himself very quickly from that hot 9-7 blunder of the top five. And they did a really good interview with Hitboy. Boy. Uh, that just actually that launched today. They put that out today. I thought that so, was a good interview.
1: Me too. So I want to say a couple things. Are we cool to, to
0: roll? A little uh, bit we now? got one 20 dollars super chat, man. We're gonna. I'm almost done. Almost done. Mark with super chat says uh, the JB podcast. Ice says that uh, it was just cool. Joe uh, was like he wanted Nas to go like Jay on God did and Drake on that Twenty One project. What? Like, lyrically. Joe also said that he was better than Nas lyrically at one point. What the hell? Joe loved KD3. Okay. Oh, man. No one takes more criticism than uh, Nasir Jones. And I think that I'm really understanding that more as I've gotten into this space.
1: Hold on, Michael. I'm just going to tell you something I know. Let's just go ahead and work in reverse. Remember... When I told you about how people be saying shady stuff about Nas, but then be turning around and asking for the interview. Yeah. Meet culprit number one. And that's a fact. How about that? (laughs) So he's just mad because he can't get no interview. And I know that, okay? And this is why he can't get no interview. How about that? (laughs) This is why he won't be getting no interview. How about that? So why he running out and saying all that up front to us? Oh, well, behind the scenes, he's still asking for the interview. So you fuck with Nas. Right. Because you've been trying to get him on your show. So that's neither here nor there. I'm just going to go ahead and let that circulate. I
0: I don't love the... I don't like it at all. I don't like the fact that Jay-Z keeps getting mentioned. And I know we do it in the course of our show because we're talking about them in terms of just, you know, brevity of catalog. And you and I started this show... On the whole, you know, who's the goat? You had Nas, I had Jay. And most of it was a longevity conversation, right? So that's kind of why we always go there. But with some of these publications, it's like unnecessarily bringing up Jay. And the guy, let's just keep it a buck, man. One verse doesn't compete with doing four quality albums in two and a half years. Two of See, those albums no. that are arguably in his top five. So come on, guys, and let's not sit here and act like four, 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 holy grail, and the album with Beyonce is Flames. Man, it's not. It is not, man. Come That's on. What guys. I'm saying? No, it's not.
1: But listen this to ain't what ain't I'm trying This ain't even a conversation right now. No, it's not. Listen to what I'm trying to submit though. Watch the move that Joe just pulled. This is how the media works. You see, when Nas won't do your interview, then y'all will pull up and disparage the interview. You know what I'm saying? I mean, disparage the review of the album. And then you'll pull up and start talking about, wow, wild things that are like complete, like Mike, I mean, how unrealistic can it be for this guy to think that at any point in his life, he was ever as lyrical as not us. You get what I'm saying? It's like, Oh, well, you know, this is what I mean. Well, if I know that you've been trying to get this interview and you can't get this interview, well, you look childish to somebody like me that knows that because now it just looks like you're being petty and small because you can't get the interview. But this is the type of behavior that goes on with media pundits with him which is why he rarely does interviews. Like you're seeing it. Like you're seeing it right now. Like look at the behavior.
0: I mean, this is the thing, Coop. When you say something like, I'm lit- I'm lyrically better than Nas. Nobody's believing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, why even say anything like what? that? Like, are you joking? Look. look that's like,
1: that's the, like yeah. the Beat of smoking just came in my head. Now tell me what y'all smoke.
0: I mean, like it's like Alan Houston running out there saying, Man, "I'm better than Michael Jordan," and expect people to really take him seriously when he says
1: it. Like nobody believes that. <laughs> no one believes
0: that. <laughs> Why are you even saying this? That right there. even say that is just, personal
1: when somebody will say something like that.
0: Yeah, it's coming from a whole different place.
1: It's coming from a place you're not being able to get the interview because you say stupid shit like that, right? This is. um, I want to go to this. I mean, respectfully, complex. and I like and I like his podcast. I'm oh, just, I love you know, Joe. I love yeah, Joe, and I, I, I would too. tell Joe
0: this straight up, man. Like, I love yeah, Joe, and I think he, he does he, a great job. He opened up the door for artists to go out there and do the podcast and have a disservice? second career.
1: Mike, he's doing himself a disservice because I am going to tell you what, he's an excellent interviewer. Yeah,
0: he, <laughs> he is.
1: He would actually be one of the people you would want him to sit down and talk to Nas. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He would be I would one love of the it. people you would want to do it.
0: I think he's one of the best in the game in that capacity, but for him to say that he's lyrically better than Nas, if he said that, you know, I didn't hear it. I know that, you know, Marquez said that, but if he said that, like, come on, man, like, why would you say that? I wanted to get to this complex uh, review real quick. Just a couple of things up. I got the hip hop DX. Just in case you guys are wondering what you're seeing on your screen, that's the actual writer of the uh, DX interview, but we'll get to that in a second. I want to go to the complex one, though. Let's see. Can I say got? something right quick? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We're going to put people on uh, Shine Time today. Let's do it. Even though Ebro um
1: uh, missed the whole Rewind thing, I will say this. This is the, the Ebro that I used to like, enjoy and love. It's like, I don't know where he's been or how corporate he's been, but he has like popped up and kind of stuck his neck out and like, shown himself to be the true like lover and purveyor of hip hop that I think we all knew him to be at heart.
0: I like it's, Ebro on Apple TV as opposed it, to Ebro on Hot Nine Seven. They're two different people have seen. I don't like know? that guy. On yeah. Hot <laughs> I love the Ebro on Apple music. You know, he does right. a great job over there. And the interviews are great. Like, you know, you really get the depth. Yeah, right. you can tell he knows his stuff, though. Um, no, he's always known his stuff, Mike. And it's just yeah. like, no, like
1: this is what I mean. Like he sees what's going on, and he's very very. This is what I mean. Well, he, he I think he said it himself. He came in the game about the same time Nas did doing what he do, mm-hmm. and so he's looking at it from the perspective of it's like, oh, well, if they'll do this to him at his age, when he's like this. How do you think the game go for on the other side? It's like, oh, will it go the same damn way, my dude? And he understands that part of it, too. Well, let me tell you what I would like to
0: see. Because I feel like, to me, and then we're going to get to this part of the conversation we talk about streaming. I don't really understand the purpose that commercial radio serves at this point in the game anyway. At least when we're talking about, you know, from a music standpoint, they're not able to really debut music that much. Artists aren't really going there to get interviewed, per se. And then you got things like you know Apple music, they have their own like network of things, so and then not to mention stuff like stationhead, right, so I would mm-hmm. like to see Ebro you know getting out of that hot nine seven seat and doing the apple thing full time That's what I would like to see as a fan, as a fan of I what mean- he does.
1: I think I think that would be safe for him anyway, because we're probably going to end up it's having the future. ride on Hot 9-7. So, you it's know. the future.
0: Michael Williams of the Super Chat says, I deleted all my social media and stayed off of YouTube to avoid hearing about KD-3. I finally finished it, and it left me in awe. It's the first time I've ever been stunned while listening to an album. You know, I, I got that whole feeling when we were doing our streaming event, um, you know, debuting the album. Like I'm sitting here in awe. Like, Am I really listening to what I'm listening to or am I just gassing it up in the moment? And it no, was cool won't... to see other 400 people felt the same way.
1: You know what I would equate it to, Mike? Imagine if like, like let's say Barry Sanders kept playing football, Mike, mm-hmm. but he only became like a third-bound back or a punt returner, a kick returner, but kind of stayed around the league for another 10-15 years. And then like he took a few years off and he came back and it's like, he showed flashes of the guy that you see, but you didn't know if you would see him again. Like that's Nasir and that's KD1. But then... The motherfucker starts breaking fifty-yard runs again, like it's nineteen ninety or some shit. You'd be looking at yourself and be thinking to myself, "Hold on, like Royce. that's the Barry Sanders that, that like was in his <laughs> second year of the league that was averaging like six point five yards a carry. Yep. When you could literally grab somebody by the throat and like slam them halfway across the field, he was averaging like six, seven yards a carry. And that's what the degree of difficulty level looks like on this. Like, imagine Barry Sanders coming back out here and doing spin moves and busting fifty-yard runs again. Who that's, loves K- that's what KD3 sounds like. It's like, dude, this nigga... Like, when Legit comes on, Mike, it's like... And you hear how easy he is on the track and how dope the beat is. you like, this nigga 50? Or yeah. going on 50? Yeah. And, and this is what I mean when I was like, some things was written for some people to be a certain way. Mike, when did hip-hop start?
0: Hip-hop started on paper, what, 73? But what day? Uh, it was August 11th. He's literally born a month later, Mike. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: His birth even coincides with the history of like what we formalize and known as hip hop. Like he's turning fifty when hip hop's turning fifty. Some things are written that way, Mike.
0: It is very interesting. I didn't realize it like that. Yeah, yeah, written that way, Mike. It Hmm. was meant
1: to be that way. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't be you can't be sitting up here living your life and like ignoring the signs. He's the one. (laughs) Right, he's literally the one. After this shit started, Mike. Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, he'll be turning fifty with hip hop.
0: Blue collar right. hustle with the super chat says Coop and A2HH led the way with the KD three promo. Definitely. Um, I want to read a little bit from this complex review, if you don't mind. Did you read the review? The Which complex one? one. The complex one. No. All right. Well, you're probably going to be in awe on this too. So. What you got on the screen here is the the writer of this review, because I always like to put the writer out there. I think you need to know uh, their Twitter handles and stuff so you can, you know, let them know what you think about the review. Anyway, he got to this point. He says...
1: What's his name? Oh, you said you're putting it up? Never yeah, mind, yeah, let me I got go it into the, the chat. No, 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 I just need to go into the chat. I think so it's I like
0: Pete or something, Peter or something. And Peter. so... Alright so he says On the otherwise dope get light Which features a great biggie interpolation Nas unleashes a sort of A weak one liner That's not even clever enough To be a fortune cookie The sun doesn't even know It's a star That's the quote that he's criticizing Then he says
1: That's what, they, that's what I was getting tagged in Twitter about
0: Okay And then he says When it's not so plagued by shoddy bars like that one, KD-3 is hindered slightly by its uh, general lack of humor, cadence, that can be redundant, and hooks that are rarely um, authentic. Nas sounds as comfortable as ever spitting over Hit-Boy's glossy boom bap, but the sounds aren't electric enough to be distinctive and without guest features and or much uh, tonation variation from Esco, things can get a little stale by the final few tracks. KD-3 isn't necessarily the apex Nas, and it might be better if it were trimmed down to the length of, say, Magic. But it also doesn't have to be for it to be a strong album. So... He wasn't impressed by the cadences. Said the cadences were redundant. Um, I don't know if he was expecting humor from Nas. That I thought that was an interesting take. Um <laughs> I don't know if he thought he was listening to Ludacris. And I'm I'm not saying that to be funny, but I, I've never seen that criticism. What's his name? Uh his name is his name is Peter Berry. But Peter Barry? Yeah, but his Twitter handle is something different. I think it's like P Z or something. Yeah. His Twitter handle is at uh, P-E-L-L-Z underscore.
1: That, is that Barry with an E or a R? Or an A, I mean.
0: Uh Barry with the with a B. B as in boy.
1: No, with an E or or an
0: A. Oh, I'm sorry. B-E-R-R-Y. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, he calls himself the light skin Yaga male or something. Okay, anyway, so yeah, that was um, his criticism of it. And then he went on to talk about the 21. Now, again, I found it interesting The Complex didn't actually rate the album. You know, building up to that section, you know, he had decent stuff to say about it. It wasn't really glowing. But I thought that that criticism was interesting. What did you think about that? Because I know you hadn't read this review yet.
1: Okay. See, there we go. See, Peter Barry is tied to Double XL Magazine.
0: Mm-hmm. He is.
1: Yeah, well, they've been on some sucker shit for a while, so this isn't surprising. See, like, there's always a train that'll, like, lead you. Peter to must you be need- in the
0: room. We just got a thumbs go. down.
1: <laughs> oh, don't nobody care? <laughs>
0: you're know, you you in the
1: room. You have to catch this fade right I quick. mean, you, you wrote this. Stand wrote on it. It's cool.
0: Stand on it. Right? <laughs> if happens. I write something, I'll stand on it. If I believe right. it.
1: Right. Stand on what you write. Yeah. Just know that you're wrong. So he's a writer and editor in the New York area. You yeah. can follow him. At, what do you say? Yeah, at Pell's. P-E-L-L-Z underscore.
0: Yeah, I'll put it on period. the screen again for the people.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, put it up for people. We're going to have a conversation And he was pretty proud
0: about writing it, too. He says, got a chance to write about Nas King's Disease 3 and the reward of living to tell the tale. I guess he's expecting uh, you guys to come through.
1: It's about
0: to be a long day for him. Um, Um, So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But what do you think about the criticism of the Cadences, though? I mean, do you think that there are any legitimacies here? Do you think that that bar on uh, Get Light stood out to you? Because I didn't even really, you know, it didn't register to me.
1: First of all, this is what I mean. Why are you nitpicking like this great, great record? Like, like, see what I'm saying is, it's like, you can't find, when you can't find stuff, this is the type of writing that you get. Like, you know how far into the album you have to get to get to Get Light? Do you know how far you have to go through the discourse of breaking down what is fundamentally sound or not to you? And so you'll nitpick at something like that to try to make it seem like it's not entertaining. It's like, how old is Peter?
0: Not sure. Sounds kind of childish.
1: Sounds like he's young, too. And it sounds like like when somebody pulls up and says that they think the cadence on here is off. Like, not to be funny, it's like, you sound like you might have been raised on a different type of rap. Where it's mm. like, the cadence quite frankly, isn't like what you think it is. That's not cadence, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You may not know what cadence is. The... Like, I'm, I hate to say this, but like, respectfully, it's like, I don't think the motherfucker know what cadence is if he's complaining about the cadences on the album. Just like, I don't know how else to say it.
0: Yeah, it's like, man. You know what cadence means. That's what I
1: mean. It's like, might have to pull up and be like, what is cadence? And explain to me specifically, when you're talking about the cadences on this album, reference songs and reference points so that we know what you're talking about. Because when you ask people to do stuff like that, they usually reveal themselves to be a fool. So we've got to find out if he's a fool or not in a little bit.
0: Well, this this sentence was interesting to me, too, where he says, um, Hit Boy's glossy boom bap, uh, but, it's sound, but the sounds aren't electric enough to be distinct. I felt like that the production on there was very distinctive. Um, I think that there was a lot of variety on there. That's where... I really gave it high marks from the different cadences that Nas chose, like even flipping it on some drill shit on some of the, uh, on uh, reminisce at the end and the way he was kind of able to just speed up the flow, slow it down. He really put in some work to actually check all of those boxes and for someone to actually, you know, be critical of that, like that wasn't there that's there's one thing to say that if you felt like he attempted to do those things and he didn't execute properly, you can say that. But he's acting like those things weren't even there, which I think is just a falsehood.
1: See, <clears throat> so Mike, but this is what I'm saying. You have to watch who you're dealing with. So you, let's go to Peter's Twitter page right quick. Mm-hmm. You know the first thing, you know, a pinned tweet that's put up right now. What's up? I saw his life slipping. This is a minor setback. You're still in all we live in. Just dream about the get back. That made him smile, though, his eyes said, pray for me. I'll do you better. Do you one better and slay slay these niggas faithfully. Mike, where does that come from?
0: Uh, We know where that comes from. Let me go to Super
1: Jack. (laughs) You see how quick you you can get to the root of shit just by going and just looking? It's like, that's his pen tweet this up right now. He posted that November 9th of 2017. So we already know who he partial and what he partial to. Because this is him.
0: It shouldn't he's be like that. Though.
1: Mike, he's using this bar to quote an anime where two famous characters are fighting and one is dying. So he's using Jay-Z to quote anime. He's a fan.
0: Yeah. Right? So just going to go ahead and start shot. snatching
1: your credibility away. <laughs> see, this is a beautiful thing about Twitter, too, is, is that, oh, no, no, everything that you do. Document it. Yeah, it's documented. We so it's like, you. go ahead and. Let's go ahead and get that out the way. You know right, know let, me, what I'm saying? let me get
0: to the Super Chats real quick. I want to see what yeah, the people please. are thinking, and maybe I'm bugging. I'm, to, I'm
1: just about to tweet Peter right now live and let Tweet Peter know it's about to be a long, long night. His name is Lightskin Skin Yagami, at Pels, capital P E E uh, P E L L Z underscore. Definitely pull up. It's about to get entertaining. Have some questions for him.
0: Yeah. Jadarion says, I'm doing this for uh, YouTube because I care for this podcast. Please listen to the podcast first. Some of these chats are somewhat misleading. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely listen to it. I don't want to pass judgment. That's why I said, you know, if what Joe said was that, then, you know, why would he say that? But, yeah, I'll definitely go listen to it. Because, like I said, Joe does a great job. Uh, Wild Soul 88 says, Nas is a great heavyweight champ and 21 Savage is a strawweight um, fridge contender. Uh, Marquez Davis with the Super Chat says, yeah, he said that he was better than old Nas, lyrically. For people asking, it was a while ago, like, homie, even on on your best day, get the fuck out of here. He said the
1: hooks, listen to what he says. Like, now I'm reading it. Uh-huh. The hooks that are rarely anthemic. Mm-hmm. Who out here is doing anthemic hooks? I want him to give me some examples of these things. You see how writers are just write stuff, but they don't have any an- evidence. What anthemic hooks are he talking about? Because I-, I hate to be the one to break it to him. Ain't nobody talking about no anthemic hooks on her loss either, but that's not in the review now, is it?
0: It's not. Right. Boycott activist um, Activision, excuse me, says, Y'all do a call in show, people uh disrespecting still mad at it. We should do a call in show on uh station, station head. head.
1: I was about to say Mike and I have been uh, throwing some station head concepts around for recording the hip hop and mm-hmm. for my live show. Like uh we're about to start doing some daytime uh radio shit, cause the radio today sucks, quite frankly. And this this Nas drop and hot nine seven still, you know, being a hub and a sub in every major market in this country is a big, big problem. And um yeah. I know a lot of people are asking,
0: like, why station head and why not YouTube? Well, I mean, unfortunately, we can't play music on YouTube. You know what I mean? I'm
1: gonna tell you what, um, and you want to know what, Who put us on the station head? The plug. Yeah. No, nah, the plug. Yeah, definitely. Right. And it was a great look. It was a great look. I told the plug today this morning, I was like, oh, you big for that station head shit, because we about to go ham on these
0: motherfuckers. Yeah. Matt Max uh-huh. in the super chat says, uh JBP's trash. Ice uh uh, what is it? Ice fraud, uh Jersey guy who always trying to neck, neck the South. No disrespect. Joe needs uh, to pay Rory and Maul. Joe was never uh, Nas pumping it up. His ego, like, bro, you, you had one single and, and your pod's been shit since 2019. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, like I said, I like what Joe does. I haven't really watched the podcast for real since, you know, Rory and Maul's departure. And not because of that, I just haven't. You know what I mean?
1: Well, we've been busy, too, building out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mike, this is what I'm talking about. You got to watch these guys. Listen to what he says. Besides acts like Jay-Z, very few rappers have been this good for this long. Hold on. Stop. Stop. No, wait a minute. (laughs) Stop. Pause. Talking about besides Jay-Z? No, you mean besides Nas. Yeah. You get what I'm saying?
0: Because right like, now, let's just be real. If we're talking about, if you want to play that game, been this good for this uh, long. i
1: pull up on Peter. There's oh, nobody. Peter, I don't see, see, Mike, I don't be wanting to do this.
0: I think that we have to do this so people don't think that we're bugging. And I know somebody, um, you know, with a super chat is coming up, saying something along the lines of, you know, instead of focusing on these dweebs, their words, not mine, um, you know, stream the album. Yes, stream the album, of course, but I do think that it's part of, you know, the conversation just to see what the major media outlets are saying about these things. Not for credentiali- uh, not to credentialize the actual artists of the actual project, but these platforms are losing their credibility when they're saying things that are starkly different than what the public's saying. It just is what it is non plus what the super chat says um set up another streaming party uh for week two of kd3 if y'all down to do it we down to do it if y'all gonna show up y'all gonna pull up we with it
1: you want to know what i'm about to say i would actually like to have some fun with it if we could and maybe like if we're really gonna do it like let's play kd3 and kd2 and kd1 and magic let's like line them up and like you know, like play them and like have some fun with it or just play the KD series. It don't even have to be magic. Let's like do a KD series party if we're going to do it. We've already done the KD three listening party. We've already I've already done the bar seminar for KD three. Let's give the whole series some love. Like, let's maybe get a fourth one out of them, maybe. So it's like I would like to do a KD party if we're going to do it like where we're running through everything. Because I also think running through the series, you'll hear the progression and Mm -hmm. we won't have to have people like, Like Peter talking about how besides Jay-Z, people aren't this good this long. The last time Jay-Z made a dope album, my daughter was two. We're talking about buying her a car. Do people understand what I'm saying? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? The last time Jay-Z made a dope album, which is the Blueprint 3, Mike, my daughter was two years old. And again. She has a job, Mike. She might go to France this spring without me. She'll be driving this time next year, Mike, in her own vehicle. She was two the last time he made a good solo album.
0: Let me be fair. You and I aren't big fans of 444, but there are a lot of people who are, right? There are a lot of people who are. But those people
1: are wrong, Mike. I'm sorry. That's the media driving and pushing the narrative. The music's not good, and those people have no evidence, Mike. We've been asking for evidence on this show of why 444 is good for years now, and we have yet to find some concrete evidence. We have about three or four songs. It's like you do understand three or four songs means the album's not good, right? But Let, not with Jay. When Jay makes three or four songs that are good, it's like, you know
0: this album is great, Coop, right? It's like, no, it's not good. Coop, let's just say it's great. That's 2000- it up, turn it <laughs> Let's just say it's great, right? That's 2017. That's five years ago. And so when you got 2017 to 1996, what are we talking about? 21 years? Impressive. But then you got 94 to 2022, and then you got four albums in a two and a half year period. This man stands alone at this point. So, yeah, you can't say besides Jay-Z, like, this is just it, actually. That's like It's that's like literally saying Tom Brady and like, oh, well, besides Peyton Manning. No, no, Tom Brady's alone right now. That's
1: what I mean. So, <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, where is this dude at? Like, where
0: is he coming from? Because, no, I mean, if we're talking about coming out, doing some spot verses here and there. And if people want to bring up the God Dear verse, great. But if we're talking about full albums, Jay is missing in action if you want to compare him to him at this point you see but
1: you see but this but is what can. i mean like he see slid jay in at the back of the article exactly. like he's trying to be slick like i'm a writer you're a writer like we know when writers are being slick that's why it's like oh i'm reading it and it's like i'm like hold up wait for it wait for it it's like yep there it go there go that bullshit you know it, a, it, a-
0: it comes across is you know when Nas is on a run like this they're trying to find a way to slide jay in and make him comparable to this right. run without actually putting out an album, which I think is the dishonest part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they're not in they're not competing with each other right now. Like, like I said, Tom Brady's out there on the field while Peyton Manning respectfully is out here commentating the games. That's what's going on right now. Now, is he gonna come out of retirement and put out an effort? We'll see. But until that happens, Nas stands alone. Uh, Peter Parks with the Super Chat says, Consequence of Sound gave a glowing review to KD3. I like Consequence of Sound.
1: Hold on, hold on. And this is another thing that I'm talking about, too. Listen to what I mean. Like, this is an agent piece, and this is why it's an agent piece. Mm -hmm. He just spent about three paragraphs on the back end of this article leaving final sentiments for you talking about how 21 Savage relevancy comment. Why that. is 21 Savage relevancy comment taking up a bulk of a King's Disease 3
0: review, Mike? And they didn't need to rate the album.
1: They didn't rate the album. And on top of that, this is what people have to understand. It's like, no, 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 that lives forever. So now when somebody goes and read Complex Review, they're going to see that some rapper 21 Savage who won't be around as long as Nas made these he claimed to make that part of the release of this album instead of making it about the album. You see how the media is still controlling the narrative? Like, 21 Savage has no place in a King's Disease 3 review. So this is a shitty piece of journalism, once again, because you're including things that have nothing to do with the music to skew it away from the fact that it's
0: great. You're including so Jay-Z that has nothing to do with the album. Right, right. right?
1: Jay's J- not here and can't fuck with Nas right now.
0: Yeah, and that's
1: it is what it is. That, and, that, and that's just a fact. And that's coming from like,
0: somebody who has always said, I thought Jay was better. And you're factual in this. I was wrong.
1: It's not even about right or wrong about this point, Mike. It's about what we can see with our own eyes, what right. we hear with our own ears. And so when he wants to use the back end of this article to insert Jay Z and 21 Savage into what is supposed to be a moment for Nas. Do you understand what I've been saying about how the media is the biggest problem even today? Like Even past the numbers because it's like, no, this is how they keep controlling the narrative. You're getting the end of a King's Z3 review and they're talking about Jay's placement and the relevancy that 21 Savage is talking about when 21 Savage probably isn't even going to be around half as long as Nas. Let's just keep it funky.
0: And, you know, if you guys want to holler at, what is his name, uh, the light-skinned Yagamin? You want to holler at him about his review? Here's his Twitter handle. uh, At P-E-L-L-Z underscore. Let him know what you thought about his, you know.
1: But I will say this, Mike. Mm -hmm. If you don't like how I'm handling it, it's like, pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? Because truthfully, I shouldn't have to behave this way because people shouldn't be behaving this way. And I hate to say it. This is like, this is kind of how this business and this culture works. It's like, nah, if you don't put somebody out on front street, and have them explain themselves and check their integrity and check their biases and check their page and see where their biases are at. They're going to do this. A lot of people feel like we shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't be doing this the way that I'm doing it. But the fact of the matter is, is, is that, well, it just got shit done. And it's really how you get changed. Well, 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 things need to change, but Mike, it's nothing if the people ain't with it. The reason that it changed is because the people was behind it, because the people see it. So stop yeah. treating the people like they're foolish and they don't see it, and feeding us this bullshit, and expecting it to fly. It's like, those days are dying. And we're seeing to it that it's dying, because I ain't heard no Illmatic talk for the first time that this man has released Ever. the album in my entire life. This is Ever. the first time I haven't heard the whole Illmatic run all over again. And it's like, thank God. Like, like I want you to understand something. There's something fundamentally wrong about grown men who want to hold on to the thoughts of a 15, 16, 17-year-old, 18-year-old man, their whole lives. You get what I'm saying? No, you're right. That's what Illmatic is. Illmatic is the thoughts of a 15 to 20-year-old young man and teenager. It's like, you hold on to those thoughts forever, Mike? That's why I like Death Row East. That's a grown-ass man talking on Death Row East. That's not the Nas I grew up with. That's the Nas that's a grown man. I'm a grown-ass man.
0: Let me tell you a little story real quick, man. And I don't want to get too, too off topic. But... um, you know, we got HOA over here and all that stuff, and it's my first time in life actually having those kind of things going on. Yes. Those can be very
1: problematic as well. uh,
0: And so, you know, when you complain about, you know, maybe trash being out in the neighborhood or whatever, whatever, anything you complain about, you call these people, nothing gets fixed. But you know what? We got this community Facebook page, right? When somebody Mm -hmm. puts it on that page, that shit gets cleared up real quick. When you let everybody know what's going on, And everybody gets put on front street, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, people get put on front street, unfortunately, shit changes in a flash. And that's what this is. I mean, you know, you you don't have to like the approach, but do you like the result?
1: Right. And so the result of it is, is we getting stuff done this way. And so we're going to keep getting it done this way because I am proud to say, I think how we're doing it. It's helping change the narrative because I think there's been a large majority of us out there that have been feeling this way and ain't nobody been checking them. Mm -hmm. And here's the beautiful thing about social media. The people have spoken. Well, just like, no, just like you get to put out this type of misinformation or skew this argument immediately with this review. Oh, well, we get to come right back at you and be like, well, what you mean when you said this? Yeah. Explain Explain. yourself. Explain. Like, like, I'm gonna pull up on him and be like, explain to me how Jay-Z is relevant. Compared to Nas right now, musically, and why you put that in your article. Explain to me why this album wasn't rated. Explain to me why you're inserting three paragraphs of 21 Savage into a King's Disease review and calling yourself a review writer. Now, is this an editorial or is this a review piece? Because you go from reviewing the album into a Jay-Z and 21 Savage editorial. Now, are you a writer or are you an agent? No, these are valid-ass
0: questions. Those are valid questions. you're
1: not about to skate anymore. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that you know how many other artists on Nas's level have people that just put the same energy that we did into making sure that they succeed. Like this isn't uncommon. It's just it's uncommon for you to see it come from people who enjoy Nas's music. Mm. This isn't uncommon to you. Beyonce's no, no. people, yo, Mike, you would not there. Something. Say something wrong about Beyoncé, Mike. I wish the motherfucker would. I wish
0: the motherfucker would, Mike. <laughs> Eric Terrell with the Super uh, Chat says, and appreciate that $20 Super Chat too, he said, on Trevor Noah, Nas himself said, in other genres of music, they don't compare uh, their artists. If the Rolling Stones the winning, they don't talk about Kiss. So why do we do it with Nas album inspire? Why does somebody lose, I'm sorry, why does somebody lose for Nas to win? I guess, why does somebody have to lose for Nas to win? Right. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, his rev- the album review should only be talking about the album. And if you're going to talk about it, any artist, it's got to be him. He's in no man's land. There's nobody to compare him to right now, period. And honestly, too, throwing 21 Savage's bullshit in there, for lack of a better term, it's irrelevant. <laughs> I want to use that. Term. He's he irrelevant what? what he has to say about a legend that has accomplished this much in hip hop is irrelevant. Well Mike, he's
1: tagged, he's he's with double XL or affiliated with as a writer. He's retweeting Jay-Z bars from Dead Presidents in 2017. He's literally bringing up Jay-Z when Jay-Z has no placement whatsoever in here, unless you're talking about the bars on fun, unless you're talking specifically about the bars on fun, has no placement in here. We're past reviewing the album because he's at the end. See, he ends it with his personal feelings and his personal feelings is it's like, let me skew this a little bit to make sure the guy that I love the most, you know, remains in this conversation, remains on top. So I'm going to sneak his name in and then I'm going to talk about what 21 said about Nas. You feel what I'm saying? And that's exactly what he did. It's and, a little hit
0: piece-ish, to be and, real. And
1: and and no, they, see, this is what I mean. People have to understand this. Has the has a criminal get smarter and finds new ways? So do the police and the operations and the intel that come with it. It's a constant game. And so now they know that they can't do the illmatic thing. And so they're finding more passive ways to give you the bullshit. That's what all of this is really been right. about that we need to get to. The posting of the Grammy pictures, okay? The 21 Savage comment. We're going to talk about 21. It's about to be bad for him up on here. In
0: the oh, minute. yeah. And what I noticed about We're about, we
1: about to talk about your ass without including Nas.
0: How about that? You know what's interesting? I don't know if you read the Hip Hop DX review where they gave it a 4.1. And I'm going to go ahead and give some shine time to that interview that no, reviewer no, no. as well. We, we
1: need to finish. We, I'm, I want to finish with Complex and fin- finish with my boy Pete right quick. Okay, yeah, first f- my, finish with
0: Pete. But what me. I was going to say about that review, though, is the fact that I noticed that the term relevant was used a lot. Relevance and relevant. It's like, is that the new word to switch out for Illmatic?
1: That's what I'm saying, Mike. You're paying attention. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at that. You see what they're trying to do? It's like, oh, well, we can't bring up the old stuff, so let's bring up if he's still relevant since we can't talk about Illmatic. See? Yeah. Well, is he relevant if we can't talk about Illmatic Pan? See? See how a media person thinks it's not a fan of his? It doesn't support the music that supports somebody else's agenda? What
0: were you going to say about Pete? I'm go ahead, and finish up on Pete so we can get on to this DX and then get on the savage.
1: To quote the sample that we just got from Westside Gun on Peppers: don't take this ass whooping personally. This is about hip-hop. And so when you get your card pulled, you need to, like, you know, take it like a man because too many people is, like, coming out and making it seem like, oh, no, 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 this is what you get, what you deserve. Like you said, you're going to have to stand on it, so I just want you to stand on your words when I pull up on you and tag everybody involved and find out what you really think. Because I believe we did that before. People started deleting their Twitter accounts and, like, backpedaling. And it's like, no, 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 stand on, stand on you, too, and just say who you love.
0: Now, I give it to Will Dukes. Will Dukes over there at um, at Rolling Stone. He didn't back down. He responded. He told people, thank you for uh, reading the article, yada, yada. And I I tweeted out to Will Dukes, like, look, man, what's going on with the review, man? Where it's at? Where we at? How we looking?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I seen you asking for the review, Mike. <laughs> it's very nice how you asked for the review. I don't are you, you, uh, you were very, um, <clears throat> you were very, um, What's the word? You and my grandfather were born around the same time in terms of like days. You're very pragmatic and like thoughtful, like he was. And I used to try to be that way. And I realized that like I wasn't like him and that wasn't getting shit done for me, but this way does. And
0: that's what's up. <laughs> I was right. like, look, how's it going? How's it coming along, man? I'm, I just want to. No, 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 no. It's very, it's very thoughtful of you, you know. <laughs> Mad Max of the Super Chat says, um, what's tonation variation? Uh, tired of these Oreos or other dudes talking about rap music. You want Nas to do a young thug impersonation? That's Fuck what out I was trying to here, say when he's out. like, he
1: doesn't really know what cadence is. Mike, <laughs> I wanted to say it. It's like, oh, well, it sounds like you grew up on Future and Thug, and there's nothing against that because I'm from the A. It's just you may not know what cadence is really. In let terms me, of let me see what the
0: rest of the people have to say in the super chat because this is going to be interesting. Kendall Outlaw says, uh, looking for humor and a Nas album. When was Nas ever known to be funny? People will say anything for a reaction. <laughs> Uh, let's see what other Super Chats uh, Andrea Green with the Super Chat says Did y'all see Hit Boys interview With uh, DJ Academic on Spotify In my opinion, Academic did a good Journalistic job Hit Boy's backstory is inspiring I did not see that and I agree with you I think when DJ Academic does his Spotify show He actually does a really good job I'm going to check that out um, We got some more one Super one the Chats to because Hitboy
1: Boy supported us. Oh, and the rest of these motherfuckers was acting like we didn't
0: exist. Knowing well, that we existed. Well, shout out to Hitboy, Boy. Yes, man. The post yeah. was... It was dope. Yeah. I mean, because again, people at uh, certain levels of notoriety they may see the show, but you know, they never acknowledge. And, you know, Hit Boy didn't have to do that. We really appreciate it. That was a good look. Kendro, Mc, um, Kendro says laughing at all the Nas hate. Ha ha ha. Like Elliot Wilson's corny laugh. <laughs> Not the Elliot Wilson laugh Nonplus with the super chat says Instead of wasting energy on these lame reviewers Let's go stream KD3 And run up the numbers uh, They want to take the attention away from KD3 We can do all of that We can set up another streaming party And we'll multiply the numbers And you can do it individually no. as well um, 36 Chambers says uh, There are four beat switches And cadence changes in Michael and Quincy Fuck out of here uh, With that weak ass critique Sounds like someone who doesn't get it or just didn't listen at all. Or
1: is an agent, Mike.
0: (laughs) I can't say this name is uh, a walk. He says, uh, what are your favorite hit boy beats? Not songs of of the run. Mine are number one, Big Nas; Number two, The Cure. Three, Store Run. And four, Thun. What are some of your favorite hit boy beats from this run?
1: Um, I probably have to go by album if I'm going in reverse. I mean, the production jobs on Mike and Quincy and WTF SMH are just, they're just stellar, Mike. They're yeah. otherworldly. That's the type of stuff top 10 all time producers produce. Yeah. those are the kind of records top 10 all time producers produce records like that. So those two records come to mind, Mike. I love legit.
0: I love legit too.
1: When when I read that article and said non-anthemic hooks, I'm like, the second song is an anthemic hook. Yeah, and it's an inspirational one. On top of that, he's actually talking about you maximizing your hustle if it's illegal and making it legitimate to to all black homeowners. Mm Throw out the lease.
0: Like This is what I'm saying. This is the guy that you want to
1: trash. No, Mike, it's like he said on WTF SMH and it might be verse of the year. In the community providing jobs. Why would you come for me? Why you ain't proud of Nas? Like, that's really what we really need to be asking. Think about it. That's my question for Agent
0: 21, too. I mean, we're going to get
1: jobs, why would you come for me? Why would you come for Nas? Think about all the other people that these people could be coming for. Why do they come for him? Because he speaks this black power shit.
0: Did you just see the super chat from NDU Jams? He says, community no. love, providing jobs. Why would you try to come for me? Why you ain't proud of Nas? Everybody's right. thinking the same thing.
1: Mike, what was I playing when, when I called you? Yeah, When you called me? Because yeah. I can't get it out of my head. I'm like, yeah, like he's right. That means he, like Mike, he's in tune. He knows it's
0: going on. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? He's been knowing it's been going on for a long time. I think that. Why would that, you come for me? Yeah. Why you ain't proud of Nas? Listen to what this man's saying. Why would you come for me?
1: Why you ain't proud of Nas? We got really to start here. asking that question legitimately. Yeah. Like it's illegitimate, legitimate, but it's like, no. Why do people keep coming for him?
0: You know, I think that, and again, I don't mean to bring up Jay, but it was a part of the diss record that I always thought was funny and it was weird. I was like, Jay literally knocked Nas for kicking knowledge on take, Right! Like, what kind of... So that's a diss? It was like, switch up your flow. Your shit is garbage. You trying to kick knowledge? Like it was the wrong thing to do or something? Yeah. Super chat here, uh, we got is Alfredo better than Pinata and Bandana? To me it is. Yes. To me it is. Um, about that. Michael Williams of the super chat says Michael and Quincy is a miracle. I'm not sure I've ever heard the execution of a song and match the vision so perfectly. Hit went crazy with the switches. Uh Eric's Rub the super chat says KD3 Productions said like, yay, in a great way. Okay. Uh, Peter Parks of the Super Chat says, um, Nas makes the, uh, the insecure, I'm sorry, makes the insecure of these guys come out. I guess the insecurities of these insecurities. guys come out. Uh, they hate because they can't do what he's doing. Or they don't like what he's doing or the direction that he's taking when he does it.
1: Well, um, you know what? Here's what it is, Mike. Nobody really owns him or controls him. He does what he wants, and yeah. he speaks the way that he wants to speak. It's like He's he reposts free. who he wants to post. He does ads with who he wants to do ads. Like, he does what he wants to do, and people don't like that. They don't like that he doesn't belong to anybody. They do- Like, Mike, I keep telling people. This is a black empowerment album on top of like all the great things about it. it is. He has saying something empowering, uplifting for our people almost on every record. And that is really what I think the problem is at the end of the day, because the only reason that I can think of why he has all these issues, Mike, is because America says that if you're black and you're proud and you're intelligent and you're better than your peers, we're going to do everything to try to tear all of that shit away from you,
0: and he's preaching unity. That's the thing, and because United, him, there's a song
1: called "Don't Shoot" the end this album.
0: Yeah, and beef. Those. This is how he's ending it. This is a this is a unity thing.
1: Like he starts off by telling you to go legit.
0: Yeah. Bryce W with the Super Chat says, Nas did a KD series plus Magic, and people still talking about that sub mid Jay Z on God did. Uh, Jay Z verse on God did. Also, Magic's not getting any Grammy love is a fail. Yes, we're going to get to that too. CJ Kid with the Super Chat says, Do you guys think that Nas and Hitboy will put out an artist of their own and form their own gangstar foundation and call the group King's Court? That's a lot. Have Hitboy Boy produced for those artists, too. I think Hitboy Boy said in an interview with Ebro that, you know, he has a lot of stuff going on as far as producing for other artists. And Nas has a lot going on with a lot of his, you know, companies and film. And so that sounds like more of the direction they're going. And when they come together as a unit, they make music. So Frank Wizard with the Super Chat says, uh, But brothers want trophies. Uh, they troll for clout. Rap is weird. Weird flex. But okay... You ain't as uh, ill as you think. You just okay. King's disease. Andrea Green says, ironic. KD one bars, LOL. But brothers want trophies. They trove a cloud. Rappers weird, weird flex. But okay, y'all ain't as ill as you think. You just okay, yeah. Jay Short is in the building. Says, sorry, I'm late, fellas. Uh, 10-4 Koofy hat. Yeah, I love the Ten Four 4 Koofy time. Let's get it. He said, so Jay post those Grammys had nothing to do with Nas. It was to um, to lend his legitimacy to those BS nominations they put out there today. They're not slick. Anytime that you do uh, add worth to an institution, yeah, you do credentialize them. I do think that Jay-Z posting all of his Grammys did continue to validate the Grammys. I mean, how could it not? He was showing off his Grammys as an accomplishment. His validation. But this is the
1: same person that used to boycott the Grammys. Too. Exactly
0: until he started winning them. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Brooklyn Kennedy with the super. He Jets. started doing
1: what?
0: <laughs> until he started winning them. Buying. Oh come on, Jay earned them, man. Which ones? I, uh, he has so many. It, it'll take me a long right. time. To <laughs> run, 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 run. Okay, Mike. You got very, very muffled <laughs> when you were talking about those Grammys. We're just going to go to the next conversation. Brooklyn Kennedy says one mic is the phrase used to moderate the room. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, it is, actually. Uh, who was using one mic to moderate the room? Oh, the 21 Savage uh, thing. They were using one mic to actually moderate the room. When people start talking. Hey, right, right. Yeah, it was like when a bunch of people start talking over each other, the host would be like, one mic, one mic. Funny, right? Uh, Blue Collar Hustle <laughs> with the Super Chat says, uh, since y'all called out, uh, none of the reviews mentioned Illmatic, or they, don't, since y'all called it out, none of the reviews mentioned Illmatic, or they do so to highlight Nas's longevity. Great job again leading the way. Now, I did see in this complex review, he found a slick way of talking about a bar from Illmatic without mentioning Illmatic, and I thought that was intentional. When well, he was talking about the um, the buck that, won, uh, that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was like, he mentioned that bar without quoting it, without saying where it was from either, and I thought that was intentional also. LP says, "Nah, really? Coop, yeah, he did it at the top of the review, I believe. He says, um... You did it how you how it had to be done. Respect. Talking about going in on these people. Um, Jermaine Johnson with the Super Chat says, Black Star show in NYC last night was phenomenal. Large professor performed in West Side Gun. No fear of time. Songs are even better performed live. I will say this, man. I want to say this on air. And I meant to put this in my notes. Black Star was incredible on SNL Saturday. Oh, they were? They were incredible on SNL Saturday. I
1: like, haven't watched it
0: just... yet. And, and Talib tore it down on uh, SNL Saturday. I'm going to watch the
1: whole show. I've been hearing about the Dave thing, too, so I'm going to watch everything. I'm, I might do that tonight.
0: It was one of those things, though, I don't think that the audience knew what they were watching, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, This shit was so raw. And they performed... The two songs that I thought should have been singles anyway, because obviously on this album there is no singles because nothing's really been released.
1: What did they perform?
0: Um, shit. I just kind of know these songs by the tracks. But the second track on there, and I want to say it was like the fifth track on there, I, I want to say it was um, Make the Main Thing the Main Thing. Mm-hmm. Chris Daughtery with the Super Chat says, Coop... Y'all answering y'all questions now. Let me ask, uh, how much does Jay-Z control these publications? Or do you think the media is acting on its own?
1: Well, this is what I mean. When we act this way, in his favor, people are like, y'all are on a crusade for Nas. It's like, no, we're just like literally the first people to consistently speak out because these publications are obviously uh, not... um, They're biased. fans of his message or belong, uh, corporate corporation wise or money wise in bed with people who don't want to do business with Maz or his adversaries or his competition. And that's just the fact of the matter, that's why I'm saying it only, we only, we're only standing out, Mike, because everything literally is on the other side.
0: It's a script, you know what I mean? Like everybody's right. on a script and we're just acknowledging the fact that like- if East there was, was some balance,
1: stand. Mike, it wouldn't we wouldn't be standing out. Right. <laughs> right. The if fact that, that, was... that we're standing out is showing you the imbalance that's going on. That's why I keep no. doing what I'm doing and we keep doing what we're doing. It's because it's like, well, you're still not being balanced.
0: Right. Jay Shaw with the super chat says a 2 H A says is the antithesis of complex. First of many battles.
1: Oh, well, they don't suck that bad because we're great. And that would mean they're not any good. I like they're, complex. They're I think they yeah, do a good are
0: solid. Yeah, I mean, they do a good job with their visual content, but when it comes to the actual music, though, I think they're more about fashion. You say they do a good job with their visual content. They do. They're more about. They're more about sneakers and fashion and stuff like that. Oh, All right, they are the, the, the music. ancillary things. They yeah. handle the ancillary very well. Yes, they're kind of yes. like. They're kind of like MTV used to be with hip hop in the 90s, where it was like yes, yeah, very much know. so. Very much so. Uh, JSN highlights. <laughs> you still
1: like, with, you, you
0: huh? still like some MTV jams, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. MTV jams. But they ain't got no Bill Bellamy's over there, I don't think. JSN <laughs> highlights with the super chat says, My five favorite Nas songs in order. Verbal intercourse. It's not his song. Oh, is it songs or my five favorite Nas songs in order? You mean features. All right, Verbal intercourse. he got more money, more murder, ether, project window, and it ain't hard to tell. I, I see where he went there. Um, let me get to the end of the super chat. Did you read the uh, Hip Hop DX review? And we can kind of go on to this 21 Savage thing. I did. What did you think about it? <clears throat> How did he get a 4.1? Yeah, he didn't really explain any of that. You know what I'm saying? And the I mean, writer of this one was Eric uh, Dipey. I think that's how you say his name. Eric Dipe. Yeah. Uh, And this is the gentleman right here. But yeah, he kind of just... It was very bland. He really didn't say much of glowing things. It didn't say anything critical either. And it's just like... like, How do we get to the 4.1? I mean, Mike, I'm just going to be honest with you. I feel like we got niggas shook right now. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. Because by now... Pitchfork normally puts out their Friday album reviews on Tuesday. Yes, I know this. They movie. definitely should. And oh no they, they should. oh Stone, no, they haven't put out anything. Rolling Stone, they haven't put out anything. Will do. Oh, if you're in afraid. the room, let us know how that review is going. I don't oh, know. No, 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 no.
1: They're afraid. We know they're afraid. <laughs> they better not, because they don't even really belong to this culture like that. So they're, you know what? Them actually not doing the review is like the smartest thing that they've both done in a very long time because, well, they're very well, very well aware now because of us that they're not a part of this culture and not really wanted by this culture. And so when they step into this culture, they better contribute, contribute properly when it comes to assessing our legendary figures.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you want
1: to trash some dude that just came out that don't have no notoriety in this game? He needs to make a better out and gain his notoriety. But you're not pulling up on a 50-year-old MC on the best run we've ever seen, maybe in music for an artist his age, talking that shit anymore because you don't even belong to this culture. So they are actually being intelligent for once because they haven't been intelligent before because the way this narrative is gone, you've been able to pull up on him and slander him and tear him down at a moment's notice. So I'm glad that they took notice. And shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> and on that note, we should go to the next topic. And now a
1: moment and a word from our sponsors.
0: <laughs> right. So Twenty One Savage got in a um. What are the shits called? <laughs> the um, um, what's that? Uh, um, dang, what's that? That's... clubhouse. Clubhouse. Because don't nobody use that anymore. Honestly, man, Clubhouse was popping for like maybe less than a month, man. And yeah, I didn't know people even still did that, especially since the Twitter spaces are open. So anyway, 21 Savage gets in a clubhouse and I guess they have a conversation about relevancy and um, I don't know how Nas' name came up, but he said Nas wasn't relevant. But what was funny about it to me, once again, usual suspects, he said Jay-Z was relevant and Eminem was relevant. But Nas is not relevant. And I'm like, Okay, I kind of get the Jay-Z thing, because, you know, Jay-Z's always out there in the news, whatever, whatever, and got the god did verse, had MSNBC doing full breakdowns on it and stuff. Okay, cool, whatever. But tell me how Eminem's relevant in 2022, and Nas isn't, who just did a 25-city tour, sold out, very active, highly anticipated KD-3, executed on it, has magic out there still floating, has films out there working heavy with Mass Appeal. Uh, What is Eminem actually doing? A Nike commercial with LeBron James. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I would like to... See, this is the thing.
1: Whole Nike commercial
0: with the biggest
1: athlete on Earth. What does relevant mean? With the biggest sports brand on Earth.
0: Right. What does relevant mean? Because I've always taken relevant... I remember when... You remember when MTV used to do that... uh, Top 10 hottest rappers in the game List or whatever Those are those Buzzwords in the industry Hottest Relevance These are things you can't quantify But these are tags That the industry can put on you To say that Yeah this person deserves this This and this Relevance doesn't even mean anything Relevant to who because I would imagine that Nas was pretty relevant to the people that bought those tickets to go see him in Wu-Tang.
1: And the fact that he's about to sell out the garden. So exactly.
0: Listen. And the fact that we know 21 Savage cannot sell out State Farm Arena, let alone the garden in New York City. Well,
1: when I think of relevance, do you mind if I chime go in ahead, right Go ahead, go ahead. When I like to think of relevancy, Mike, I mean, and you know, we... Um, we do editorial we do rhetoric we do conjecture we do forecasting we do broadcasting we do reviews but mostly it's about the music Mm -hmm. and so when you want to talk about what's relevant well let's talk about what's relevant i think on this album mike before we get into the j and m things and let's talk about the artist that he said wasn't relevant on this album that he just dropped last friday mike i see a potential seven singles on here mike Legit 30. Hood to hood. Reminisce. Mike, the serious interlude with Mario, you can play that shit on the quiet storm right now. It fit right on in. Mm-hmm. WTF SMH. Get light. I just named seven records, Mike. That's what relevancy is to me. Is it's like, well, if you want to talk about relevancy the way that you're talking about it, he just made seven joints that's ready for radio, in my opinion, and that's how I know radio is the problem, is because, I mean, 21 and Drake joint got seven joints like the ones I just named?
0: I didn't think so.
1: I didn't think so either, and that's what they're kind of known for. It's like, shit, well, for what you do, supposedly, he more relevant than you are at what you do right now, because he got more shit to single ready than you do. It's just these sorry-ass radio stations ain't playing it. But here's also the problem with that, too, is like, well... We all know this already, and so it's our response. The same way I pulled up on people, it's like, no, you got to pull up on radio the same way. It's like, yo, play legit for me, Power 105. Yeah. Play legit, 97. Play 30. Like, play these records. Play Get Light. Like, we you got to pull up on them about it because the reason that he's saying that Nas isn't relevant is just Right back to the radio thing. And the radio thing is where most of the streams are created outside of these bullshit-ass streaming farms that people are not acknowledging.
0: Well, this is what I would ask him as well, because I find it very interesting that 21 Savage, he had a, a music video for running where he was running around the hood and everything with his Grammy, right? So my question would be, well, are the Grammys relevant? And are the Grammys relevant to you? Because, I mean, with these nominations that artists are getting... Uh, over the past couple of days, we've seen Glorilla going crazy over the fact she got nominated for the first time. Lotto's in tears. Well, let me tell you this. like Nas won a Grammy last year. So, which is it? And he performed at the Grammys this year. So, I mean, how is that now? Re- so, are the Grammys irrelevant? I mean, because you're running around the hood and shit. Passing everybody a Grammy. The one Grammy that you got. And you got it because J. Cole's on the song. Let's just be 100%. So which is it? I think people well, just be saying
1: shit, man. Well, Mike, let's ahead <laughs> and get to the part. Because it's like, well, we don't got to talk about him. And we don't got to talk about J. We don't got to talk about Nas either. Let's talk about this nigga. Because he looking like an agent out here. And he from Atlanta. And so we just going to go full He's, pull not, park, he's and- from the UK. Right, 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 right. But where he he say he from? See, this is what I'm saying. He's from and this the is where, UK. I'm going to tell you where I got tight. I'm gonna and tell he you said exactly
0: he was the where. best rapper from the UK, too. He said that, too.
1: First of all, don't you ever say that again while Slick Rick existed. Like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard a UK rapper say. It's like, I'm the best rapper come out of the UK. Slick Rick. Even if you're a Doom fan, you should say Slick Rick. Like, Slick Rick better than Doom. I don't care what you say. Like, period. Well, both of them better than 21 Savage. Well, it's not a question of that. But here's where the agent should go. I'm going to tell you, Mike. Remember when Wack was calling out 21? hmm And asking him about his paperwork and stuff and telling him that he might be the one that's responsible for all this shit that's going on down here that got brothers hemmed up? Wasn't that what he was alluding to? It was. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When I heard that, I ain't like the tone that Wack was taking with 21 initially, Mike. That's the Atlanta in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love game. I fuck with Wack, you know what I mean? And I be seeing how he moving shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Atlanta in me was like, yo, like, don't be taking tone with our folks like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't like it. But I, I heard what he was saying enough, like, to listen. And it just made me pause, Mike. Because Slick Rick's one of my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. And I know that Slick Rick didn't get his citizenship until 2016 because since he committed that felony crime in 1990, they have been trying to deport him at every chance that they can and take his citizenship, including Mike. They were waiting for him at the docks in Miami in 2002, getting off a Tom Joyner cruise ship where he was performing mm-hmm. on. He remember that. And he's been detained multiple times about his citizenship, even though he got naturalized in this state. At a, in, in the united states at 11 years old so when i look at all the difficulties that mc ricky d has gone through Mike, and how i've grown up watching it happen to him yeah and to see this man skate the way that he is skating Mike, you understand what i'm saying yeah oh no i don't like that fucking shit at all you look like an agent out here in these fucking streets and you need to step your ass up like, like fuck that relevancy shit, nigga. Are you out here snitching <laughs> like a weak ass nigga? Like, no, for real. Are you out here snitching to keep your visa? Doom had to be away from his family for two years. Mike, are you out here snitching, nigga?
0: Hey, let me get to the super chats real quick. Everybody talking
1: about no relevancy. Is you a snitch or not? Because you be walking around here repping the A. And you're not about to rep the A and be no snitch, nigga. He
0: reps the so UK. so let's talk now. about if your
1: ass is a snitch or not.
0: He be repping the UK now. Uh, CJ Kid with the super he, chat He better says,
1: not rep the A till he clear up this snitch. shit.
0: Hey, CJ Kid with the super chat says, You guys need to uh check the three letter man from PSA Hip Hop on his thoughts on KD3. Uh, man, man knows what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, let me catch up on these super chats so we can get on with this subject, man, because the disrespect. Like you said, man, they should be applauding what Nas is doing. Brooklyn Kennedy no, with the let's, well, let's talk about so, this nigga
1: agent. Forget that <laughs> relevancy conversation. It's like you out here dropping dimes and not nigga. We're gonna apply the pressure to you. You wanna walk up in clubhouse? Oh, all oh, like it's all oh, how you end up with Drake. Remember, I told you last week I was like, Let's see this make me wonder like like free gunner, yeah. free thug. Yeah. Cause how the fuck 21 get the Drake placement? Agent shit.
0: Brooklyn Kennedy with the super chat. <laughs> this Chad nigga paperwork.
1: Quick, fast, and a hurry. I mean, all the nigga paperwork, his street paperwork. <laughs> he been rapping about getting locked up, banging, calling niggas pussies and shit, talking about how he run up on niggas. No, nigga, if you was really running up on niggas and catching charges, your ass would be deported out that's, this bitch.
0: That's, so what's what that's you doing? That's a now, he, you statement. a street
1: nigga? Now, is you a street nigga that's out here catching charges and doing what you say? Because if so, you would get deported.
0: Well, well that's a good point. Uh, Brooklyn Kennedy with the Super Chat says... Nas always had a sense of humor. Please exclude and in, include NYC. Uh, let's see. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Nigga's cases is disappearing, Mike. A nigga case disappeared.
0: It's crazy, right? Uh, sure Since 1990,
1: Mike didn't get naturalized. I want people to understand this. Slick Rick got locked up on second degree attempted murder in 1990 for for by shooting his cousin, I think, in the foot, who had been threatening him. And his pregnant girlfriend at the time and his mother, I believe, and literally has been fighting to maintain his citizenship in the United States until 2016, Mike, from 1990 wow. to 2016. Wow. And this nigga just skating.
0: And his career was you know, derailed. For, run up uh, in the clubhouse and
1: explain to us why you're not a snitch, nigga. And show us where your where your charges are. Let me see. I want to see the nigga felony charges now. I want to see him backing up this street shit, he's kicking now
0: shory with the super chat says from old town road to katie three <laughs> this kid is on fire Oh uh, come on and ain't the same person um man the, the chat is on fire today man let me get to oh there you understand what
1: i'm saying mike you understand, oh, understand what i'm saying you want to sit up there mike this is agent shit When you want to sit up there and talk about somebody's relevancy, when A, first of all, is he going to be here in 19 years at 49 years old? He's 30 now. Savage going to be making music like Nas in 19 years? Then shut up. But since you want to talk, no, let's not talk about Nas. Let's talk about you and if you're an agent or not. How about that? We can have a whole conversation include you. No, pull up in Clubhouse tonight and give us paperwork showing that you use a street nigga and use Authentic. Or that you're not an agent, one or the other. But don't be pulling up talking about no relevancy and then backtracking your statements and shit because your card got pulled.
0: You're not about to rep Atlanta and do this shit.
1: That's what he's not about to do.
0: I just don't understand the whole I mean, on what level are you saying that he's not relevant? I think what his quote was kids ain't waking up listening to Nas. But again, hip hop is about to be 50 next year. So. Kids don't just run the yard alone. Everybody's listening to everything. We listening to stuff that the kids are listening to, and the kids are listening to some of the stuff that we listening to. That's it. I mean, hip hop has grown up. It's not nineteen ninety five where the only people that are listening to hip hop are the people under a certain age. You know what I'm saying? Like we like Corday and want him to win, don't we? Yeah, and not even just yes. Corday. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just using him as an example, yeah. Mike. Of a, I like, like some a young, of the, of the young, stuff young the NBA MC young boy even, does.
1: Mike, he's literally, old, he's literally young enough to be our son.
0: Yeah, I like some of the you stuff that, the
1: NBA young boy does. I like some of the shit that he does. Yeah. Yes, I do.
0: Yes. Uh, Web Visibility says, uh, for which song would you like Nas to do a video for off of KD3? That's a good question. Um, you know where I'm at with this. I think either uh, Get Light or um, I would like Legit, actually, or Thun. I'm naming a lot of songs. <laughs> that's what I mean. There's
1: bangers at Mike. I didn't even bring up Thun in one of the singles because to me, that's already like a street hood classic already. Right. Everybody in the street's playing Thun already.
0: NDU Jams with the Super Chat says, uh, Coop talked about the wtf SMH line in one of the streams. And uh, at the... Ah, shit, just went away. He said, in the streams, in one of the streams, and that beat had that Dilla feel. The line makes me sad, yeah. He said, that line makes me sad. Love Dilla, man. I wish Dilla was still here to do what he was doing. That's, he still got that, beats floating around. It's incredible.
1: That's a nice connective thread, though. That that, that that The second part of that beat is very Dilla-like, and I mean that in the highest complimentary way to Hit Boy once
0: again. But, yes, um... My thing is <laughs> what like, I mean, I, when you
1: I, I'm a fan of like doing three or four singles right now and just flooding the market right now because of how shit's going. I say do legit, do fun, do get light, and do 30. You know what I'm saying? And just and just go for yours. But that's just how I how I am with shit though.
0: KD says, Can y'all actually go through all the hoes Grammys one day and determine whether they were uh deserved or not? Obviously not. Uh, Would be great content. (laughs) I think that, all right, I'm going to be fair. I'm sure he's been nominated. I think that, okay, Beyonce's been nominated nine times this year. And I think that that made her tie with Jay-Z as the most nominations of all time. I think both of them have 88 nominations all time or something. But I'm sure he has lost a lot of them that he should have won and maybe won some that maybe he shouldn't have won. So it probably balances out. LP with the super it's chat, it's so. too much,
1: it's too much Grammy talk coming up, going on too. Like I, and, and yeah. I know you're gonna get into this diatribe momentarily probably, Mike, but you pointed out something very, very succinct about the rock and roll hall hall of fame. They they started off getting this right and for the most part were getting it right. And so we need to have a conversation about them, but we also do need to give them some credence and some respect and say, at least they were getting it right. Mike, the Grammys ain't never been getting it right.
0: Never got And it that's
1: right. why, and that's why somebody asked me on Twitter what it was. I was like, Oh, that's just trophy case shit. As in like, it matters only in the sense of like, if you want to go see the trophy case one day when they're gone, Yeah. like, but in, but in the respects of the here and now and how this culture exists, they've never really done right by us or gotten it right. And it took a whole pandemic for them to have their best real rap category probably in like two decades.
0: Yeah, because the mainstream people not longer. couldn't so release. So
1: it might have been 25 years since they had a rap category that was that good, like with legitimate right. albums that belong there. And they still missed a couple of steps. And they're just, they're, it's just not like that. It's like, um, and now you want to know how it's not like that? How many Grammys do Prince and Michael Jackson have?
0: I don't know you, off the top.
1: Not enough, Mike. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, think about this. Like, Lauren Hill got more Grammys than Prince. Like, do you think that that makes sense?
0: It doesn't make sense. Right, but all the and work. And no disrespect relevant, to Lauren, and but she got no one album.
1: Lauren. Lauren.
0: Yeah. Lauren will tell you she's not Prince, though, Mike. But she got one album. She couldn't say she is. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, she'd tell you, she'd be like, no, if I got five,
1: that guy deserved 50.
0: Yeah. LP with the right. chat says, I think And this- she's got more than five,
1: if I'm not mistaken, Mike. I think she got a couple of ancillary Grammys, like Turn Your yeah, Lights that's Down that's Low too. or some of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying?
0: LP says, I think that uh, Pitch and Rolling Stone are not going to do a review. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think they I mean, are. you um, know, sometimes
1: silence is golden, Mike. Sometimes you're better off, you know. Like, I don't go places I'm not wanted. Shit.
0: But see, this is my thing, too, when it comes to the media and the way the media is handling this 21 conversation. They're being very nice to him, right? And, again, this is coming from somebody who likes some of 21's music. He knew what he was saying. He understood what he was saying. And the thing is, you cannot be a Nas fan, and that's fine. But you can't sit here and deny the work that's been put in and what that person is currently doing. Say it's re- uh, uh, say he's not relevant to your circle. But to say he's just not relevant, period, and not being able to quantify that outside of the fact that kids ain't waking up listening to a 49-year-old MC. No, nah, bro, that's not it. And and you didn't even qualify, and that's why I brought up Jay-Z and Eminem. You didn't even qualify why you think they're relevant because kids ain't waking up listening to them. I know kids damn well ain't listening to Eminem when they wake up. Let's just be real, ain't nothing to listen to. It's what the ops do, Mike. That sounds like some Asian y stuff where it's like, okay, it are you sent Asian out Are you sent out here Asian-y the week thing. of the release? Are you sent out here the week of the release? To go out there and put a term out there to be able to denigrate Nas with relevancy? No, you oh, can't even on, do that. Back
1: up, back up. Why aren't you doing a clubhouse the week your album get released? Why are you doing it the week after when Nas' shit is on the docks? You get what I'm saying? Very agent like.
0: Jake Short, to a lot see of down
1: here. There's a lot of information, Mike, down here that made its way in the hands of people, and people want to know how and why. You feel what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. and the legitimate like, questions. Legitimate like, questions. No, I don't he-
1: no, no, no. You want to talk about relevancy? No, no, no. Bring your ass out here on Front Street in front of us in Atlanta and explain to us why the fuck you free.
0: Jay Short... some
1: real shit.
0: <laughs> Jay Short with the super chat says, we relipsy. have to be 100. Relevant to them means a term commanding a white audience and attention from white institutions and publications. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry. A
1: white man to slander another black man, right? Agent.
0: Mm. I want to see what people have to say about this because I think we're finally caught up on this part of the conversation. Um, man, y'all are going in. Mad Max, this is oh, what I want to hear from. I want to hear from Mad Max. He said, Yak voice, bish, please. Nas is uh, like eternally God's son. Forever 21 is a savage. that reeks of hatred. Could have gifted the past a, a future unity, but out eulogizes King's disease still uh still pervade the community. Oh, he
1: look, he going to get the word, Mike. He ain't going to be talking about no relevancy. He going to be out here like and he better not be quiet either, Mike, because I'm gonna tell you what. If he don't come out and talk and make himself well well known, not to be an agent, oh, you really going to see me ride, Mike. KD, so he better start speaking up and prove that he's not an agent.
0: KD says the way 21's deportation what? case just disappeared is just like the T.I. gun case from back around the BET performance. I think around 2009.
1: Very problematic.
0: It's weird. People got questions. I think they're legitimate questions. Like you said, we've seen this in hip-hop before from the same country. Um, you know, And Slick Rick has been battling this for literally 20 years. They do not play with that type of stuff. Um, CBS. it
1: took him 26 26- years to get his paperwork yeah and this is slick rig and this is slick rig i want (laughs) to see this nigga savage paperwork i want to see your street paperwork i want to see all that ice shit i want to see where they let you off i want to see why if they haven't let you off i want to know when your court date is we'd love to come support you as long as you're not a motherfucking agent out here because niggas is locked up down here mike and he keep doing agent things and niggas is locked up down here i'm going to say this again it ain't just cats that you know that's locked up no a whole bunch of people is locked up because people is down here snitching. Mike, I be mindful of the shit that I say on here because we're a publication based out of Atlanta and something that we say is conjecture can be taken. You get what I'm saying? No, nigga. Bring your ass out here into these streets and talk about your motherfucking paperwork, not no other rapper's relevancy. Let's Let's see that relevant paperwork, nigga. The
0: relevant paperwork. CBF with the super chat says, um, What's the cost of a CD when 1,500 plays is one sale? I don't even know how they determine those things and how that even works out percentage wise, but we can have that whole discussion too because I think we're going to talk about streams. Uh, KD also says, not mutually exclusive. Street dudes take fed deals. Um,
1: This is facts. facts. What I'm saying is it's like, man, hmm, getting um, kind of
0: fascinating. We got another one. We got Ill Ill says they can't debate rhymes, flows, and beats. So they changed the subject to relevancy and Grammys. Right. And true. I'm changing
1: the subject to you might be an agent, nigga. So let's stop talking about relevancy. <laughs> and let's talk about if you're an agent and that. I'm changing the subject.
0: Mad Max it says, LOL, I'm younger than 21. I'm spinning eyes. And yeah, that's the thing, too. Like 21's 30. Like, you're not like super young, bro. Like I think most of the people who, I mean, just say you don't listen to Nas, and that's fine. But you're not going to, like, listen, I don't listen to Eminem like that. But for me to act like Eminem can't go out there and sell out a show, I will be lying. Because he could. Michael Williams at the Super Chat says, Beef is one of the greatest songs um, Nas has ever written. It's haunting. The anti-violence message is profound. It's Nas's crowning moment on, K- on the KD run. And uh, Hit Boy said that Nas didn't want to put it on there. He had to fight Nas to get it on there because Nas was out there comparing it to I Gave You Power. Said it wasn't as epic as that or something Hitboy said.
1: I mean, it's not, but very few things in rap history have been.
0: That's a high standard to hold yourself to, right? Uh, Brian Gold with the Super Chat says, That's right, Coop. Send his ass on a store run and make him listen to Thun while he's at it. No, uh, he don't
1: got to do none of that. It's like no, no, no. <laughs> this is what I mean is that <clears throat> if you're an agent and you were sitting here to divert the conversation, well, I'm going to divert the conversation back to the fact that I think that you might have been sent to divert the conversation. Show your paperwork,
0: Eric. Terrell Just says, be the best rapper
1: out the UK,
0: the greatest. On
1: rapper. God,
0: Mike. Right. On God. <laughs> Eric Terrell with the Super Chat says, Mike, I love when you talk about M. Well, you're going to love my next segment. I got a doozy that. for you.
1: That. <laughs> Another word from our sponsor in transition.
0: Okay. Last week, Eminem was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We've been talking about this since it happened, uh, or at least since the nominees came out there, and I think Tribe was also nominated but didn't get in there. But it was funny to me. Because I finally got around to listening to Eminem's speech. But it was funny to me that no one's really talking about, you know, the ceremony. It's not like it was when J and LL got in there, even when Biggie got in there, Pop got in there. Like, it was like a celebration, but it was like, nobody's really even sharing these pictures. It's kind of hard to even find some of the, you know, some of the ceremony. But anyway, I finally got to it. Start listening to it and um his speech was odd to me, Coop, because it literally felt like he went on Wikipedia and start listing a whole bunch of rappers and groups in alphabetical order. And it was weird. It was like, wait a minute. This is just like alphabetical order. Because he started with two live crew, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And then it starts going down. And it's like He's just literally naming a bunch of. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 Mike. I'm not even gonna lie. While
1: you're saying all this, I'm thinking to myself. I told Mike about this shit two weeks ago. <laughs> you footnoted this, Mike, and waited till you had time to go and watch for yourself, which you almost never do, Mike. It's been it's been two weeks. Go back in. <laughs> what
0: well, the thing is, man? Let's just keep it above. I'm not saying that Eminem doesn't deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, period. He doesn't deserve to be in there now, you know. And and when we're looking at what Nas has just done, you know, at this point in his career, and he's been in this game since 94, and I think you and I have talked about this uh, on previous episodes, this isn't just a hip-hop feat. This is an overall music feat. Like, you're not going to find somebody in any genre that is making this level of elite material at this point in their career. Now Nas has been eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame since what? Ninety four uh, like two thousand nineteen? Nineteen. Right? Okay. No nominations that I've been, I know. been
1: eligible for how long, Mike? Not just not it's not just Nas Tribe Snoop.
0: Yes. Yes, and that's where I was gonna go. Now oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, 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 you good. I was just gonna say, I mean, they didn't put tribe in. But what I wanna know is how does M get in there before Snoop Dogg? I just don't understand. Like, what are the qualifications? What Snoop Dogg doing? is an icon, and I think you've said that you feel like Snoop is hip hop's first superstar. You he got is. the Dre connection, cause Dr. Dre is at every rock and roll Hall of Fame Super. ceremony. This man is The Chronic. He's half of The Chronic. Let's just say that. The Chronic is just as much of his album as it is Dre's, right? Doggy style. I mean, everything else that goes after it, he's a cultural icon, a cultural piece. How does Snoop Dogg not get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and been eligible since, what, 2018? And Eminem gets in early. It's, it's is- insane. It's insane.
1: He is literally our definition of what a star is at Grant. Literally, on every level.
0: There's not a person out there, you can go to people's grandma, you can go to people's kids, you say the name Snoop Dogg, they know who you're talking Everybody about. Everybody knows Snoop. There's not a person on this earth. You have to find people that are like North Sentinel Island or something that don't know who Snoop Dogg is, you know what I mean? And the, the music matches that. And it's very weird to me that we just we just let this induction happen without anybody saying anything about it, like it's okay. And and again, it's not really about getting getting a pat on the head or anything, but like Coop said earlier, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they started this thing off doing it mm-hmm. right. They got They got Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five in there first. Boom. Accuracy. Then they came Run DMC. Boom. Accuracy. Beastie Boys next. Boom. Accuracy. Public Enemy. Boom. Accuracy. They skipped over LL and I've been campaigning about the fact they needed to get that right for years. They eventually got that right. But after Public Enemy, NWA. Boom. Accuracy. So at this point... We're holding you to a standard while the next people need to be either Tribe, Wu-Tang, or Snoop. Am I missing anybody? And I think, and when they put, uh, because they put Pac in next. And I think Pac belongs in that group too because he came out in 90. But when Biggie got inducted, Nas should have been inducted with Biggie. And that's just real. First year eligibility. There's no reason why Biggie gets in there and Nas doesn't get in there. And that's just point blank, period. And the way it's going to look in the history books, our grandkids are going to look back at this and look at how accurate that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have been since the beginning. And then they're going to see Eminem's name and then they're going to be like, well, shit, that's accurate. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's the dangerous part about it. And that's why... People shouldn't just sit there and let this happen like it's cool. It's not cool. And like I said, he it's not like he doesn't deserve to be in there at all. But he does not deserve to be in there over Tribe, or before Tribe, before Wu-Tang, before Ice Cube as a soloist, before Snoop Dogg, and before Nasir. He doesn't. He do- And I don't care what y'all say. And it's no, problematic. I mean,
1: see, and here's what's not about to happen. And I don't here's care what, what he
0: says either, not to interrupt you. I want to get this out before no, we No, 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 please. No, 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 please. Dolly Parton, no, she it. got inducted. And you know what Dolly Parton did? She gracefully declined. And if he really felt all that shit he was saying about all those people that he printed out on the page in alphabetical order, he could gracefully decline to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and say, you know what? I appreciate it. I know I'm going to get in eventually, but I don't need to be getting in right now. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a bunch of lip service when you go up there trying to give people props but you sitting here taking flowers that you don't deserve yet. It is what it is. Like, it sounds good, but you accepted it. I think the key phrase, the key
1: word in, in what you just said in that last phrase, though, was yet. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. It's not... And, and I want people to be clear about this because I know how, um, how sometimes we can get misquoted on here, mostly me more than you because I talk more. <laughs> but... You're not saying that he's not deserving. You're saying he's not deserving yet because there are people that came before him whose resume and catalog speaks that they should have been first-time entries and thereby entries before you, and that is very accurate. And so, and that's why I was saying I don't want you to rant this uh, to, to to call this a rant because what you're really saying is is that well you're not undeserving. You just don't deserve to go in before these people. And Mike, we have evidence of that. We have the low end theory, doggy style, the chronic, deep cover, enter the Wu-Tang, Illmatic. It was written. Like we have these things before you were even a thought in the hip hop sphere that these artists should be canonized that are hall of fame worthy for those contributions. In addition to what they did after. And quite frankly, some strings got pulled for you to get bumped up to the line and you didn't wait your turn,
0: and it's wrong. You allowed it to happen, you know. That's and again, and you're
1: not deserving at some point, but yeah. the way that it's happening, and who's getting put to the back, and the way you're getting put to the front, and Mike, and this is what I mean. And so I'm going to circle back around on this right quick, and then I'm going to let you have it because I know this is more your thing than mine too. No, no, cool. no, for. no, <laughs> no, no, no. Mike, are you surprised this happening? No. I'm never right, surprised. Exactly. That's why when people was pulling up on me about the Kyrie stuff, I'm like, you surprised it's happening? But that doesn't you make it, it all it's the right. Same, it's, you know, it's the same people controlling. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when people be like, oh, I'm surprised that happened. It's like, I'm sorry, like, where have you been the last three or 400 years? Like, 500 years? Like, I mean, would you like, can I hand you a book or two that maybe might educate you on how things really work in this nation?
0: But see, that's why I said what I said about Dolly Parton. She actually was able to gracefully decline. The ball was in his court. To no, gracefully Dolly. as a hip-hop head and as a person who loves the culture <laughs> in that way, as he says he does, which I oh, believe, my. he had the ability to really <laughs> just say, yo, I'm going to wait, pass that down to Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? Because really, without Snoop Dogg, I'm not here. Without Snoop's is... input on the chronic, I'm not here. Fair, but
1: Dolly is also... Um beloved in her genre like uh andrew and i on mirror music actually did a dolly parton song it's from the i will always love you album that whitney houston took Mm
0: -hmm.
1: oh she got some banging shit on there mike dolly fire yeah but no she is she a legend
0: yeah no no no, she
1: is she's a legend but but andrew spoke when we were talking about dolly about how beloved she is in her in, in in her sphere of community in her genre because of how she moves you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so he's not dolly you know what i'm saying he's not dolly in terms of how he's revered in this sphere and he has never been dolly with him like he's never been somebody that's been a spokesperson for this you get what i'm saying like dolly's been a spokeswoman for her genre for i mean pretty much for women in general in a lot of ways too you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so he's not that and so dolly decline. oh dolly can decline Like, she's going to be queen forever whether she accepts or decline. You get what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't have that. And so he can't afford to say no the way that she can respectfully. That I will give him. But I understand what you're saying. It's like, oh, no, he's not Dolly. Like, and that's where people have him fucked up. It's like, I want you to understand, Dolly Parton is more beloved and more heralded and a better musician pound for pound than he could ever pray to be, Mike. He's a little, he's overrated in that regard because I think to white people, who call themselves hip-hop heads, they look at him on a Dolly Part level and say, like, oh, no, 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 fam. He's not, that. he's not
0: that. Well, this is what I would say. I would say that what's happening right now is these un- unearned benefits that he's getting and the people are seeing that he's getting is actually hurting his legacy more than it's helping. I think that if he were to sit there and be like and make a Make Jolene, grand.
1: that's the song. That's the song. I'm sorry, Kaya. David uh, just bought up the song. Jolene, <laughs> Kaya. That was yeah. the song that we covered on Mirror Music. I was like, yo, I hit Andrew up. I was like, yo, Andrew. I was like, this shit fire.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Mike, I'm sorry. Like this is what I mean. If Eminem doesn't have an album even like that, that. That that album that has Jolene and I will always love you. Like none of his hip hop albums play like that. Dolly album Right. You know what I mean? Like she
0: different. I think he's doing himself a disservice, though. But I think if he would have made a grand gesture of saying, no, it's not my time yet, I think that goes further for his legacy than sitting there accepting an award that you know you don't deserve now more than a Tribe, Wu-Tang, Snoop, Ice Cube, or Nas. No matter how you cut it, I don't care who you're a fan of, there's nobody that can make an educated, actual argument that he deserves to be in that hall more than Tribe, Wu-Tang, Nas, a Snoop, or Ice Cube. I mean, you can't make that argument.
1: And Snoop is just the one just on star power and notoriety and Yeah, because like if it's, it's about record
0: sales, what is it about? Is it about cultural impact? Is it about being a rock star? Nobody's more of a rock star than Snoop. Snoop is chilling on the beach doing corona commercials currently every time I see him, Mike. And if you want to talk about network, he's the closest thing to Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you mention Dr. Dre's name, what's the next name you mention? It's gonna be Snoop. Well,
1: I mean, well, Mike, and I believe we brought this up. What does Dr. Dre's catalog look like when you take Snoop out of it?
0: It's not the it's same, though. It's not it? the same. It's, it's not. not the same. No, it's not. Rasha, not. uh, Rakasha, excuse me, says Bob Marley never won the Grammy a Grammy while alive. This is how I know the Grammys oh, mean no shit. Way. By the way, congratulations on the 10,000. Thanks to A2HH, one love. Yeah, appreciate that. We didn't even say that. Oh, yeah, we,
1: we didn't even say nothing. Yeah, shout yeah. out to us for getting the 10,000
0: subscribers. Yeah, shout out to you guys for like subscribing.
1: Yeah, we appreciate all, all of y'all for following us on this journey. We're very blessed and fortunate. We got here in about 15 months, Mike. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad for a startup coming out of Atlanta, Georgia, talking about this shit that started in the Mecca.
0: Yeah, just talking about hip hop. We don't even play music. Uh V We're well, we about to chat. station here now, aren't we? Yeah, we're about these to do DJs
1: that. are in so much trouble, Mike. They should have mm-hmm. never gave niggas like us playlists and music. These right. motherfuckers ain't gonna have jobs in a couple years if I have my <laughs> way about it. They better start rating, doing shit right and playing the songs they supposed to play, because we're about to. You can pull up on oh, my station right. head, pull up on the recording and the hip-hop station head, and we definitely... Like, Mike, that little midday mix you did for our 10,000 subscribers, Mike, I was in the kitchen making myself lunch. I was jamming to the shit. You was calling me, <laughs> and I was taking it off from you. I'm right here, Mike. <laughs> <It was> great.
0: <laughs> nah, that's fun. v guns with the Super Chat says, uh, KD3 is straight fire, straight classic. Can't believe it's only projected to do 27,000 the first week. I don't believe those numbers but you know this is the thing i do want to speak to those numbers really quickly it and me and cooper talking about this offline and i've been saying this in previous show it's always funny to me that the people that the mainstream media don't really love that much seem Mm -hmm. to get these low numbers like Mm. i don't believe that the baby did the numbers they say he did I don't believe that the game did the numbers that he said he did. Just off of the bla- um, the Black Slim Shady alone, the fact that everybody listened to that song, and even if you don't like the record, and I know a lot of y'all didn't like the record, but you listened to it, right? How did it not actually chart? That's weird. It is. I don't know. I don't. I think that one thing that I guess I can conclude from this maybe radio play. And the fact that these mainstream radio stations are playing some of these artists over and over and over again, maybe that is what attributes to these streaming numbers on a high level. Because nothing else makes sense. I don't see how this album is projected to do 28,000 with the buzz that it has. You have everybody talking about this from the top to the bottom. Whether they like um, it or not. um, So I'm going to
1: engage in a little conjecture here because I'm not sure how solid it is. But it appears to me, like you were saying, when you take somebody like the baby who was doing like over a hundred K,
0: like 200 something K.
1: Right. Okay. So let's just, let's just cut it off and say he's doing 150 K first week. Right. Right. And that 150 K turns to 22 K. <laughs> Something's like going on. First of all, there's a poison going on to quote, the most controversial and arguably one of the well not not a question but arguably the greatest rap group ever like people like mike the whole public enemy versus thing made me think it's like no 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 they're still in that conversation oh yeah um and and a quote public enemy you can't trust it um
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> right
1: because here's what's going on and, and maybe i'm wrong and a lot of this is just conversations with the plug and when somebody hits me off with information i like to do my own digging i consider myself to be you know, somewhat intellectual and knowledgeable and able to process information. It appears to me that if you have a radio station like Hot 97, they are making a choice to not play somebody like The Baby on a younger demographic scale or a NAS. And let me tell you what that looks like in places like Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee, and Florida, and South Carolina for The Baby, which were probably formerly hubs where he was getting a lot of airplay and a lot of love money. Let's say in each one of those towns, in those cities, those major cities in those areas, like a Columbia, South Carolina, or Jackson, Mississippi, or Nashville, Tennessee, the baby was getting 1500 spins a day. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in that demographic market, about 2,500 people a day were listening And you do the math on that, and he's getting 5,000 streams a day out that one market. Right. And then you take Hot 9-7, and they cut his water off in those markets. Well, there you have it. You get what I'm saying? Right. I mean,
0: because even with Stationhead, right, that kind of opened my eyes to a lot. And the fact that on Stationhead, when we were doing our streaming party, for every one of y'all that was in there, that counted for an individual stream, for that song. So say we have 400 people in there. When I play Thun, that counts as 400 streams for that, right? So I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, well, how is that any different when it comes to mainstream radio? And the fact that they're playing people like Lil Baby over and over and over that has to count to the streams. Not to mention the syndicated radio shows, right? So what about those radio shows like Power 105's Breakfast Club or whatever that is in like I don't know how many markets there. And they got to be in at least like 30 markets. So just with that alone, that's adding to these inflated streaming numbers that make certain people's first weeks look crazy on one end and make other people's first weeks look crazy on the other end. I don't know if it's a clear indicator. So
1: I'm going to tell you what, Mike. Sorry, we got some spam in the chat. I'm just getting it out No, no, no. Do
0: your thing. Appreciate it. Um, I'm going to get to it in one second. Let, let me No, no do your no thing. I'm you going to get to the my super, chat.
1: super Chats while I get this out because I want to do some quick arithmetic.
0: Okay. Il Sun with the Super Chat says, uh, did you see the Mass Appeal post about KD Playlist? Nine total songs, uh, total three of each album. What songs yeah. y'all got? Mm.
1: I was thinking about doing one. It has to be done by 9 o'clock tonight.
0: Oh, ah, got to do yeah. one of those. Uh, let's see. KD with the Super Chat says, it's performative BS. Eminem knows his respect as an MC is wavering with more trash music he puts out, so he's pandering to get the people get on people's good sides. I mean, that's what it appears to be. Like, you know, nobody else has to go out there and, <laughs> and go down alphabetical order all the rappers and rap groups that ever existed in the genre. You know what I'm saying? No one else has to do that. Um, right. Let's see. Oh, here go. some more Super Chats here. Uh am going to and I'm going to get to the math. Okay, we're going to get to the math. Jay Short with the Super Chat says, not defending Savage, but I think that his comments struck a chord because we know deep down hip-hop failed Nas somewhat. If we had rolled for Nas earlier, like M fans for him he'd be in the forefront and have this accolades. And that's why we're doing this now. And I know for that's a lot why of people. we're doing this
1: now, because we weren't in position when those things were happening, but we are now, so it's time to change that narrative. Exactly. exactly.
0: And I know a lot of people think that maybe we're sitting here, you know, crying and, you know, pleading about certain things. No, we're just talking about how it is and the fact that, you know, we're getting everybody on the same page. And if you disagree, that's fine. You can disagree, but some of this stuff looks a little shaky. Uh, Marcus Davis in the Super Chat says, Rakim uh, should be in there too. Like, come on, people. Rakim, the guy who inspired everyone. You know, listen, Rakim's my favorite NC personally. But if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, and their quote unquote criteria don't look at Eric B. and Rakim in the same way that we do culturally, I mean, that's what we got the hip hop, you know, Hall of Fame coming up for. But you can't sit there and say that same shit about Snoop. You can't. You just can't. Tell me what qualifications Snoop doesn't meet when it comes to getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not even talking about on some hip-hop shit, just on some music shit, period. Snoop Dogg might be the most famous rapper ever. And he got the music to match it, too. Mike. And the persona and the longevity.
1: You understand between The Chronic and Doggy Style in the early 90s, that's almost 10 million records sold. Like in a time when niggas was struggling to do platinum, like literally struggling to get to a million. Like if you got to a million, you were a gangster and a legend. And this nigga is doing four on The Chronic and five
0: on Doggy Style. He was doing numbers before anybody was doing numbers. I mean, he was doing numbers that exceeded what the Beastie Boys was doing. And he did it on some gangster shit. Not on some crossover singy song shit. Not you know, no knock to that, but I'm just saying it. Mean, that just shows the when strength. I say this. Mike. I'm
1: pretty certain you can go pull up yeah. LL's albums before Doggy Style came out, and the record sales on all of those albums is about equal to what Doggy Style
0: sold. I don't think niggas understand. Not to mention <laughs> the chronic too. I mean, My those two thing. records made Death Row Records. Like, if we look at Death Row Records catalog or discography, no excuse me, the there's only like five or six albums, really. Like, that right. whole movement is the Chronic and Doggy style. And then yes, you got mostly. All Eyes on Me to finish it off. And you got Dog Food in the middle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I mean, course. to be
1: honest with you, almost all of their greatest hits is literally Murder Was the K soundtrack, The Chronic, the Doggy <laughs> style, Dog Food, All Eyes on Me.
0: Yeah the n c, yeah, it's it, Jay Short the super chat says, uh we'd love to see you prove uh I'm sorry, we'd love to see you prove together the original I am for the anniversary, I guess, pull together and play it on the station head now that now that with i'm
1: with that i'm I'm with the little twenty fifth i am anniversary celebration, a little bar seminar
0: for i am well, we would have yeah. to pull together, I mean, it's all that stuff out on streaming platforms though. That's the thing. Does it have to be on streaming platforms to play I on think station? data? it did? does, yeah. That's the problem. We might have to do that on a Patreon or something, where we could pull from anything.
1: So, <clears throat> hmm. Okay, that's fascinating.
0: Mad Max with the Super Chat says, um, Shit, why is this sitting here? My bad. Mad Max says, labels pump up artists um, with fake streams. Cole's been saying, uh, been saying they do that a lot behind the scenes. Only time I'm a reference twenty one. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is what it is. I mean not to mention the stream farms and all of that stuff. And I think that the radio stations are piling on top of these actual stream numbers. But I don't think that this quote unquote number is a reflection of what's going on out there as far as people's interest and in, um, as it concerns to KD3. I don't.
1: See, but this is what I mean. So let's just take something like... <clears throat> let's take the baby and the baby drops a single, Mike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? And the platform that he's on is used to getting 4,000 streams based on the people, Mike. A day. And like you said, it's in a platform like a Hot 9-7 where it's in like 32 of the major markets. Mike, mm-hmm. It's a big j- cut. J- if you can get 4,000 streams in 32 cities, Mike, that's 128,000 streams a day.
0: Yeah. That's somebody just pressing a button. Like literally, if you and I were in a station head, um, you know, session or whatever, uh, broadcast, and we'd just say had like 40,000 people in there. And we're sitting here going through this playlist and these people are getting 40,000 streams every time we hit, whatever, whatever. If this one artist pissed us off and we said, nah, not playing him, not playing him. Cause you know, they be playing these artists like 20 times a day. Like every time you turn on the radio, and I rarely turn on the radio, but whenever you do turn on the radio, it'd be the same song. song. That's what's happening here. That's why these numbers are so inflated. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but no, that's what
1: I mean, Mike. And Taylor I was just thinking Swift. about what you're saying. Yeah. So to do station head, you have to have your your music pretty much on a streaming platform, right? Right. Well, that's a great opportunity for us to help promote local artists in this city, too. Yeah, and that's what I want to do as well. We got to do yeah. that.
0: Shout out to Web Visibility with the fifty dollars super chat. i show showing super love. He said, "M." could have used the rock and roll induction as an opportunity to speak to his fans about how he's benefited from white privilege as a teachable moment. That would have been really impactful coming from him as opposed to a black artist.
1: Why would he do that when he's gotten so much from not doing stuff like that? <laughs> that like, really funny
0: to like I see what so Web Visibility I see what like. web saying. He's like, if all of these things that he's saying is so genuine... Why don't no. you just go ahead and address the elephant in the room? You got in because before these guys, because of your complexion. Let's just be real. You got it. I, mean, I don't even want to say these guys. Of that. No, Let's like, just it is, say it is, Snoop Dogg. It is, it is a connection thing, Mike. What's different? What's the difference between his connection in the game and Snoop Dogg's connection in the game?
1: Oh, they don't own they don't own Snoop in game the way they own
0: him, okay.
1: straight like that. Okay. You just straight up and down. I mean, I don't know how else to express it to you. I'm pretty sure there's some paperwork that'll show you that too.
0: Well, I'm all caught up on the super chat.
1: So this damn sure ain't about to be no relevancy episode. It's a paperwork episode. Everybody remember this episode. <laughs> this is the paperwork
0: episode. <laughs> the paperwork episode. You know what? I'm all the way caught up on the super chats. We actually got another one. Rigor for bear. I'm sorry. Rigor 49er says, Pac is the most famous rapper in history. It's not even close. Everyone in the world knows who Pac is and listens to his music more than anyone else. Now, listen, I won't, I won't gripe with you on that. I think that the debate is Snoop, Pac, Kanye, and M. I think those are the four most famous rappers ever. But I will say this: when Tupac was alive, Snoop Dogg was more famous than Tupac. And that's just the truth. <laughs> He was. More, it is not what it more is. Popular. He
1: was. Being famous and being popular are two different things. He was more famous, but not more popular.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Tupac hit people on a different level, b- bottom line. Nah. But when it comes to, you know, Pac coming to death, death row, that was more of a free agent acquisition. In that situation, Snoop Dogg was D-Wade while Pac was LeBron.
1: Has an MC
0: on some MC shit, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying from some popular, well, on a popularity level, it might have been different. Uh, LP with the super chat says, M should have mentioned every rapper he skipped. Yeah. That, you know what? I'm with you. That would have been more powerful. Forget a whole whole book of every rapper that ever exists. You should have just said Tribe, Snoop, Cube, Wu-Tang nice Sick. Well, well see here's the thing about it Mike
1: and this is where they kind of lost course I think maybe around that time that you're putting in Public Enemy and NWA right mm-hmm. yeah you have to follow that up with some KRS 1 and Rock M. and here's the thing about it See, now you're getting into a little bit too much pro-blackness for them. They don't mind offsetting M.W.A. with Public Enemy.
0: You're right. But you got to
1: start doing KRS-One and M.
0: Well, especially they, since Grandmaster they, Flash you and Imperius
1: nobody's equal. Like, the shit that these dudes kicking is positive and different. And so there might be some submersion going on where they made a choice. It's like, oh, let's just go to somebody more fun that's insightful. Like, I don't know Tupac.
0: You know what? I think you're right, though. And I'm giving them a pass because... If they got Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five in there, there's really no reason they shouldn't have Eric B and Rakim in there. To be real, I mean, but like I shouldn't be giving them that
1: pass. But when you put you, went, but when the God in KRS mm-hmm. Kane, G Rap, Slick Rick, now you got to be on some rap shit, Mike. Yeah, and they didn't want to be on no rap shit. They wanted to be on some notoriety
0: the shit. They had to change course because they started it from a foundational, you know, section. But, no, but do you understand, yeah. those
1: foundational sections, Mike, were some of the people who moved the records and moved the meter to mm-hmm. Beasties, Run yeah. DMC, Public Enemy, NWA. Those are all platinum groups, Mike.
0: Impact is heavy. Beasties impact is heavy. We don't talk about Beasties sidebar. enough.
1: You and I had a Beastie sidebar back in conversation. We we're like, man, I love those guys. I have no problem with them uh, contributing no, no. to the culture. Don't you ever say that. I'm such and such about people. I love Beastie.
0: No, listen. N.W.A.'s early sound. N.W.A.'s early sound is straight beasties. It is what yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, Rick Rubin.
0: Yeah, and I didn't even talk about that from a rapping standpoint, the flow, the cadence. The way that oh, Ice Cube Easy. was writing for Easy and the way Ice Cube was, even was delivering on some of that early stuff was very beastie influence. When you listen to 8-Ball, that's like a black version of Brass Monkey. Is what it is. You're right. You're you know right. what I'm saying? So the beasties... Their influence is heavy, not to mention that MCA actually is the person that found LL and called him up and brought him to Rick Rubin. So, yeah, I have no problem with the Beasties. Jack and Mike fan, D anyway. to my dismay. <laughs> oh, yeah, and of course, the whole Mike D thing. Shit. Right. <laughs> Jermaine Young with the Super Chat. Yeah, I have no problem. Shout out to the real Mike D if you want to say it like that. Jermaine Young with the Super Chat says, KD3 is uh, currently at a 93 on Metacritic, its highest rating of a hip-hop album this year, and the second highest rating overall behind the Beatles. Wow. But well, we'll see how it continues on. I th- how 80? many people have rated it at this point? I like Metacritic because I like the fact that everybody kind of gets to go in and collectively, you know, have their rating system. See, that's what I mean.
1: I like Metacritic, but you have to understand when you include in Metacritic, you're including people that aren't as uh, informational and observational
0: and knowledgeable about our culture. Well, I thought that they just took all of the um, the averages of the major publications that write a right. review or something. But that would yeah. be Pitchfork
1: and Rolling Stone. Right. And Fader getting included in all those things.
0: It's very problematic. LP says Fat Coop.
1: It's an outcast, boy, all you gotta do is to throw Outkast on an album, though. They'll give it
0: a 90. See, that's the thing. Outcast caters to so many that their mm-hmm. ratings are out of this world. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody fucks with this shit. Spawns over back. Right. LP with the super chat says Fat Coop. Run DMC. Uh, NWA. Beasties. EP. Uh, I'm sorry. E- Public Enemy had rock influence. KRS one and Kim was straight rap and funk. They wasn't trying to honor that. Hmm. They Very went on the rush. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of honors, we can get to our last segment because we're all caught up with the Super Chats and whatnot. You okay. hear about the fact that the Grammys have rolled out their nominees? Are you excited about that? I never am. This is no different. All right, well, this is what happened. It was long. Kendrick Lamar the most no, uh, is the most nominated male artist at the Grammys with eight nominations. And Beyonce is the most nominated female artist with nine nominations. What say so you about out here this? Making
1: me, so people out here making me get nominated the most is what you just told me.
0: It seems like, and I say this respectfully because I'm a fan of both of these artists. It seems like these artists just had to put out an album and they got nominations. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I <laughs> They're nominating people and not the music. Sounds like, like that's what it looks like. like we like
1: to thank you both. We like to thank you both for coming back off hiatus.
0: Yeah, Lack luster, lackluster, lackluster. You tell me that
1: the Heart part five got nominated like three times or something.
0: I think so. Hold on, let me see. I think the Heart if part five. Don't stop.
1: Like Mike, you know, we've already had a crack cocaine epidemic. Are people back on crack again? It's like, like you can't just like do cocaine and like, like can these Hollywood people like not just do cocaine? Are they back on crack?
0: Well, here's the category crack we're does talking the things about. That
1: cocaine
0: does. Best rap song nominees are Church Hill Down, Jack Harlow featuring Drake, God Did, uh, DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay Z, John Legend, Friday. The Heart Part Five, Kendrick Lamar. Push and P, Gunna Future and Young Thug. And Wait for You, Future featuring Drake and Tim. Who do you think is going to win that? Um... The only good song on there is Push and P. So Push and P should win. I hope if Push and we P is winning.
1: So we don't have agents working with Drake again.
0: <laughs> you know what? I like the Future song, but I don't feel like that's a rap song, really. I don't feel like any of
1: those songs are good except for Push and P. I'm going to pick
0: the good song. I think that the future song is good. You don't like Wait For You? Wait For You is dope. I mean, it plays on the radio all the time, but I don't think it's a rap song like that. Push and P is the only rap song that I think deserves it. I know a lot of people are going to say God did, but I feel like God did had a hot week and just kind of went away. Churchill down, you know, I'm going to get on my... Jack Harlow statements in a minute, but that got dope no play. And the heart part five was hot for like two days, guys. And so so, you know so we're left
1: with about, you know what the best part about the heart part five is?
0: What's that? It didn't get watered
1: down in the midst of all that other mid on his album. At least it got to separate itself and get some shine. Because yeah. the rest of it's some mid. And it's not Grammy worthy, Mike. That song's not like that, Mike. Well,
0: the thing is like that. for these them records to... are like that. For them to actually take the heart part five and nominate it a few times, that, you lets, know you know how, that lets you know how weak the album is. I, you know I, the not I, I hate to say it like that, but, you know. It's
1: not good. Why are people like keep running for it or ducking from it? Like Kendrick ain't about to like pop up and bang on us for saying it. He knows it's not good, too. Or he wouldn't be talking about making another album so fast for the first time in his goddamn career. He knows it's not good, too.
0: I think this further validates the things that you've been saying about this album you know, since it pretty much came out. He puts out, a, I mean, it's the heart part five, so he puts out a heart every time. They have never been nominated for Grammys. And it's not mm-hmm. like this one is just much better than the rest of them or whatever. It it lasted for like a couple of days. And they couldn't find anything to justifiably, the only other song they could have justifiably put out there was the song with Kodak, and they don't want to give Kodak no Grammys. They don't. (laughs) Don't want to give Kodak no grabbies. Ain't no telling what Kodak can say up there. No, when you talk about an album. And shout out to Kodak too for standing up for Nas against this nonsense.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I told you we like Kodak. We fuck with Kodak. Kodak, another one of them young dudes that I like that I support. Look here. When we have to talk about how good the visual aid is, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> or how great the writing is. What do I keep on saying? People People just don't listen. It's like, no. When you have to use those things to describe music, that means the music isn't there. Well, you know, he debuted at number one. Hey, did you see the video? It's like, yeah, I saw the video. <laughs> did you hear the song?
0: <laughs> We're getting some thumbs down. They, man, they hate when we talk about Kendrick. Davis, You want
1: to know what? I, know what? <laughs> I give that album some thumbs down. It won't be making no top 10. It, Mike, Mike, right now, when I look at our albums of the year, don't be expecting to see no Kendrick on the list. That shit is not
0: good. For the Kendrick fans out there, do y'all really feel like he deserved eight nominations at any award show? Forget the Grammys. And, let, and let's just be real, guys. The Grammys is really on some crossover, watered-down music stuff. Do you think any of the material on this album fits the decorum for what you're used to seeing at this award show to be nominated eight times? Look look here, I'm going to
1: tell you what. Mike, when I first started talking to the plug six weeks ago, she told me the Grammys was going to be fucked up for real music. <laughs>
0: uh, Marquez Davis with the Super Chat says they take all the average uh, Metacritics, uh, they take all the averages in Metacritic. Nas has six reviews so far, 193 overall, um, like the eight highest rap album. Um, let's see, Rigger49 says, I know people in the hood still listen to Pac more than Snoop. I agree with that. A yes, lot of I people popular. I, yeah. A lot of people I know don't mess with Snoop. Pox movies, music, more talented, more fame. Okay. Like,
1: how about this? Like, I'm like with that.
0: Funny. I'm okay with I'm that. Not funny. Like,
1: I'm not being funny, Mike. Like, Steph Curry's a better player than Dame Lillard, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but in the neighborhood, Mike. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. In
0: the neighborhood, that play is different. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Jay right. Short with the Super Chat says, uh, when you mention Two Live Crew as an influence, we know you faking and pandering. They were, a, they were a novelty act. Heads wasn't checking for them like that. Two Live Crew is an interesting situation, man, when people talk about the greatest rap groups of all time. It's like, how do, how do I and how can I rate them? You know? Because it's not like they rapped, rap. It's more of an impact conversation. And it's all based on impact for the most part. Did they make three albums? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I think they only made two, Mike. You got to at least make three to get in the convo. And then three ain't going to hold you long in the convo.
0: Because it's like, do you want to put two live crew over Goody Mob or something? Because that just it just doesn't feel right to do stuff like what
1: that. About say, see, And now we have to be mindful. It's like, well, if we want to put two live crew up high... What type of messages are we sending when there is a goodie mob that made something socially
0: impactful or a brand newbian. Do you want to put two live crew over brand like, no, i do Like it just doesn't feel right. Well, they're not better than brand newbian either. No, and I'm not
1: a big Cuba fan. And I'll say that, but Sadat X, Lord, Jamar, Puba, I on, not nice. little don't know. Nice. Oh, don't no, know crazy
0: with it. Matt Max of the super chat says, whack Harlow being nominated as wild and K dot rich spirit video. He needs to learn how to dance. He is embarrassing with the moves. Did you see um, the video he put out? Yeah, I saw it. Mm, nothing to talk about? I mean, it's, like, it's late.
1: The song's not good. The album's not good. I'm tired of people trying to force this album on me and tell me that it's good. Every time I ask, like, how about this? <clears throat> the plug told me something about Nas. Nas will ask you, like, if you roll up on Nas, like, as a fan, and, like, ask Nas, you know what I'm saying? Be like, What did I say to make you a fan that impacted you or affected you? Mm -hmm. Like, Nas will ask you that. I'm going to ask that question to all people supporting Kendrick on this level. What has he said on this album that's really impacted or affected you and what's going on with you like that? Like, it's very blatant and obvious to me how he's been impacted and affected. Like, a nigga that has money to pay for therapy sessions every day of the week decided to have a therapy session with us on a whole album. That's fine. That's your prerogative. Kudos to you for getting all of your demons out. What does that do for you as the listener? Like, what did he really just do with this album, Mike? Like, seriously, Like, because I don't have to sit up there and get all big, bold and boisterous or even use big words. Like, what did he really do with this album? Where did he take our culture? Where did he take you? What journey is he going on where you're experiencing with him? And you're saying, like, damn, I can relate because Tupac does that. DMX does that. Scarface does that. Nas does that. Like, don't tell me that this guy just did that on this album. When I can show you albums from artists who actually really did it and gave you a quality product that you could replay. Now, get a grip and stop telling me that this album is good. It's not.
0: Well, Charlemagne the God said it's the most important hip hop album of all time. So, like, in that the
1: same nigga that said he would sell his soul though. <laughs>
0: The direct quote is, back in the day before the Breakfast Club became uh, a syndicated in every household, um, a household name, for lack of a better term, he used to always say on air, I can't wait to sell out because that means somebody bought in. That's what he used to say.
1: So, right. So, he sold his soul. Like I said, you can try to frame <laughs> it nicely for him if now, you want to. I just want to get the direct oh, quote.
0: I want to get the direct quote. Oh, no, no, no. Now that we got to
1: the direct quote, let's get the cook's interpretation. You'll sell your soul, so I can't trust you.
0: <laughs> Jay Shorten right, Super Chat says... I can't
1: trust a man that'll tell you that he'll sell his soul, Mike, not when I can't be bought.
0: See, I can't wait to sell out because that means someone bought in. I'm sure people out there who've been watching The Breakfast Club forever remember him saying that, too. I'm not like, the only one that heard that. Like,
1: like, like, you can buy things that I offer, Mike, but you can't buy me. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He talking about being bought, like he on an auction block. I can't wait to because that means you. Oh, that means oh, somebody happy, bought in. You yeah. happy to get up there and show massa how big and strong and strapping your back is? No, isn't you?
0: <laughs> Jay Short with the super chat says, "It's Mary J. Blige, the Nas of R and B, Beyonce stealing awards, huh? That's an interesting." Statement. I could see that. I think that we take Mary for granted. I think we take Mary's longevity, and you know, just overall impact for granted sometimes because she's always been here. We never really had to be on a Mary break.
1: Might be some evidence. Might we might need to. Might yeah. Need to go. Might need to pull up and check up on that, Mike. Might, might be some evidence yeah. there. Yeah, Mary's now, catalog tell you is i something in fairness, though. Do you
0: think that Beyoncé would beat Mary J. Blige in a versus? Because I don't think so. Oh, no, no. Listen, listen to what I'm telling you. I was
1: about to say, Mary's first four albums is, like, better than everything Beyoncé
0: did, in my opinion. But first four. Do you think Mary would beat Mariah in a versus? she tapped that ass, Mike. Oh, uh, that's saying she a tapped. lot. Mariah's an icon. And she got iconic Mariah. music. And I too. love Mariah. I think, tap I think ass. Mary's music hits people. That's that what I'm saying. That's what I mean, she tapped that ass. Yeah.
1: Because you be feeling some type of way. It's like, like Mariah gonna play Shake It Off. Mary's playing I'm Going Down.
0: And not gonna not cry. The same. Yeah, it's not the same.
1: Not the same. You're gonna get that ass tapped.
0: Yeah, My Life. Right. And then she can hit you with the real love. She can hit you with Reminisce. She can hit you with, yeah, She she got a catalog. Yeah.
1: Everything, not gonna cry.
0: Yeah, I love you. Yeah.
1: The first single off the third album with Nas, Love Is All We Need. Love Is All We Need is awesome. I was just Nas listening to that yesterday. Yeah. All that I can say.
0: Mm-hmm. I Her love child. all that I could say. Yeah.
1: Keep inside. <laughs> Beautiful ones. Sexy with Jada Kiss. Right, Mike. You want me to keep going? You gotta be happy. Yep. Love ain't got no limit. Yeah. Want to do anything with KC, right? Yeah, right. No, Beyonce don't want that smoke. No,
0: Mariah don't want that smoke. I think you're right. Uh, Michael Williams at the super chat, I don't want that smoke. WTF SMH brought me to t- it, brought a tear to my eye. The beat switch, the message and why you ain't proud of Nas. I'm line is so Nas. deep. Uh, Jansport J produced man. the second half. He said Jansport J produced the second half. That's what's up. Okay.
1: There's some deep-rooted hatred going on. You get what I'm saying? Like, like there's something wrong with us that this man receives this level of hate and vitriol. You get what I'm saying? I think there's
0: something wrong with us. Even the fact that whenever he does anything good, Jay Z's name just gets brought in. Like people act like Jay Z put out an album this year or something. That would be fair. Jay
1: Z put out an album the last five years, (laughs) right? made a good album in the last ten.
0: And even if people like four 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 like that, that was five years ago, guys. You know, if we want to put this in context, what we got Do we need four albums. Right? Like we
1: call Kendrick out? Four one album every ten years, nigga, I can divide.
0: Right. Cause over the same time frame. No, forget the same time frame. Four albums in two and a half years. How long has it been since Jay put out four albums? We would have to go Four, 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 and I ain't talking about like you know the group the group album with him and Beyonce. Four, four, four. Magna before- Carta, Magna Carta, yeah, Holy Grail. Then you go back to Blueprint three, and then you go back to American Gangster. So four albums for Jay. That's two thousand seven. So we're talking about fifteen years versus two and a half years, and we're right. acting like this is the same thing. It's not. It's not even if you inserted the Beyonce project in the Yay project,
1: that's still six and fifteen, Mike. Think yeah. about it. still six and
0: fifteen. It just is what it is. Um, you want to see what the album of the oh, year nominees were?
1: Got a hot take. Uh-huh. I missed it. Hold on. I think my guy Andrew just texted me.
0: You got a hot take. Okay.
1: Oh. He said Mary J versus Janet this is the verses. I think he's right. Mary Jane versus Janet. That's a fight, Mike. There we go. That's a give fight. Shout Janet. out to Andrew. First Janet. of all, <laughs> this is why knowing good music doesn't know a color. He's
0: right. <laughs> give me Janet in that one. i say that I'd
1: probably take
0: Janet, too. But yeah. don't
1: give me Mariah. If you take Mariah or Beyonce and I take Mary, you about to have
0: a long night. But the fact That's that, you long, know. You have a very long night.
1: But a the long
0: night. But the fact that it's thought that Janet is Mary's matchup is saying a lot of high marks on Mary's end. I will say that.
1: But he's right musically. Who else is fucking with Mary,
0: except for Janet? It's very t- tough. It's very tough.
1: Think about it. We didn't even bring up the Dr. Dre joint, the Family Affair joint, Mike. Yeah. Like, think, Mike. She got. It.
0: You don't we didn't want even that. bring up the uh Brian Michael Cox record. Yeah, Mike. You don't want that smoke, Mike. Yeah. You don't. You don't. Okay, so Beyonce, you got to push like, your people. I'm going
1: to get off of here and like five of Beyonce's fans going to be on my Twitter like, nigga, don't you ever. We know where you live, Coop. Because that's how Beyonce's fans roll.
0: They ride. And let's just be perfectly honest. This Beyonce album, I love Beyonce. She's one of our icons. I think the best performer of her era. This album doesn't deserve nine nominations, man. It just doesn't. Mike,
1: nobody even talks (laughs) about.
0: Ain't nobody talking about this album. Are people even asking for a tour? This is Beyonce, man. Like this is my thing, man. And I was talking with one of my guys about this earlier. When we look back on it in history, these nine nominations are going to credentialize this album and kind of give us a false sense of where the album really was. Michael Jackson's Invincible. Had Rock My World had butterflies on it. And they could break it down sit, on. Break of dawn, they consider Have that a anybody? drop off or whatever. But did they even nominate Michael for anything on Invincible? Invincible. <laughs> I don't think so. How about this? Nine? 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 No. if Invincible There's... were to come
1: out today, Mike, people would call it a classic.
0: This album is nowhere near Invincible. I'm just going to say that. There's nine no nominations. Butterflies or heaven
1: can wait on that motherfucker. Now is there? Mm. Break a dawn, Mike. Yeah. I still, you know, I still play those records. Like to this yeah. day, I play Break of Dawn. Yeah. And Butterflies and Heaven can wait. And yeah. Rock. Those are beautiful records. Yeah. That's Mike's. That's the last MJ run to me. I was like, that's my guy right there. I was like, that's that dude. You still cannot fuck with that guy <laughs> when he's on. Beyonce ain't got no shit like that, Mike.
0: No. No, nah, her album, I mean, I say this respectfully. Like,
1: respectfully.
0: I will say this. I would say maybe, maybe three nominations or whatever. I, I could see that. But where's nine? The butterflies, like,
1: nine? Where's the Butterfly's record at? Like, where's that record where it's like, that shit is beautiful?
0: The only song on that album that's kind of catching is that uh, Cuff It. And that's because, you know, they kind of have some manufactured uh challenges going around on that. And I'm just I'm just being real. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that. But I mean, Michelle Obama posted out the first single and all of that stuff and it still didn't really catch. I mean
1: It's bad when the Obamas get behind your ass and they don't move in the black community.
0: <laughs> that's kind of oh, been like a case of emergency calling Obama. I mean that's that's kind of mm-hmm. been happening for politicians all across the nation, but you know. That's very a whole problematic. other discussion. No,
1: no, 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 no. It's not attached to him. It's attached to somebody else. Like it's very problematic how it's unfolding. That oh used, to, that used to be an automatic <laughs> win
0: whenever <laughs> he came out. I
1: don't belong to anybody. I really don't give a fuck no more. All right?
0: That used I'm to be an automatic win whenever he came out. That don't do that anymore.
1: Get like me. You can be independent. Black people <laughs> don't belong to the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party loves you about as much as the Republican Party does. All these motherfuckers, sorry. Independent.
0: Let's go to that Best Rap Album, though. Here's the cat- category for that. So the Grammys nominated DJ Khaled, God Did. Then you got Future, I Never Liked You. Then you got Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Then you got Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. You got It's Almost Dry, Pusha T. Now, I think that here on this podcast, we would probably say Pusha T should be the one to win that one. but What's good album on there, Mike? He's not gonna win, I, and I say I love Pusha T. And see, this is the thing, and I know he's very proud of his nomination, as he should be. But you have a hardcore rap album, which is, you know, out of all of those, by far the best one there. But it doesn't fit with the mainstream narrative like the other nominees do. I just don't see it winning. Now, if they shocked me with anything. It would be Pusha T winning that, and I hope that happens. But I don't I do see too. that happening. I think Kendrick's gonna win that. Who do you think's gonna win that? Think they're gonna give it to Harlow?
1: I don't know. It's just the it taste in my mouth, right? It's all the mid. It's all the mid. I just want to wash it clean and just like forget to even put all these albums out. These are our album of the year candidates. Like Mike, I want you to understand the only album on the on that you just named is even making our top twenty list is Pusha shit. And push a shit not making our top five at this rate. Mr. Morale's not
0: making like the top 20. Huh? Mr. Morale's not making the top 20.
1: KD3. <laughs> Soul sold separately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Till it's almost dry. Uh no one mourns the wicked.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Food for thought. Hitler wears Hermes 10. The Liz 2. No fear of time. Cheat
0: code. Let me guy. keep going.
1: You know what
0: I'm saying? No, the fuck it's not. Ghetto it's not gods. Good. You got get- not good.
1: Ghetto Gods, J.I.D.'s album. God Don't Make Mistakes, Tana Talk 4.
0: Huh.
1: Want me to keep going? No, <laughs> it's not. No, that fucking mid ain't making no top 20. So I don't care if the nigga walk out with eight Grammys. Around here, the nigga ain't walking out with shit because the album ain't good. And unlike the Grammys, this is real hip-hop. So tell that nigga whenever he wants to pull back up with his real constituency, and get off these sorry niggas' dicks and get back to making rap music. Well,
0: Straight what up. stood out to me was the fact that Jack Harlow's Come Home, The Kid's Mission. I'm tired you. of
1: this corny shit, Mike. I'm so tired of this corny shit. And what? niggas playing like the corny shit is good. The shit corny, it ain't good.
0: Well, with the Jack Harlow album, right? That shit definitely corny and not good. <laughs> Nobody has said it's good. It didn't get good reviews. Um It... it It actually streamed, you know, well, the numbers like the number projections actually were a hundred thousand less than what was projected. So the actual first week sales ended up being a hundred thousand less than what was projected. Um, Terrible reviews. The people online really ain't rocking with it. And it's like, how is this even nominated? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just being real. It's like no one's saying that this is good. No one's saying that this is a good rap album. And I think anybody who might be saying glowing things about it as an album aren't saying it in a rap tense. No one is saying that this is a good album.
1: Let me ask you a real question, Mike. you mm-hmm. remember the there's a full court press? Yeah. Did you enjoy that more than Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers?
0: I did. Personally. But I can't. I, it's hard for me to say that it's better. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Uh, Jermaine Johnson with the super chat says, "I have to admit, Father Time made me cry the first three times that I listened to it. No other rap song slash album does that to me. For me, that album is way more than beats and rhymes. That's fair. What song? What song you talking about? Father Time. What song is that? You know, come on, man. Come on, you know what Father Time is." The record that's about, you know, his father and you know what I'm saying and and spending time with his father and what he wants to be for his kids and all that. It's like right before um the record where he's going back and forth with his chick.
1: Okay, sorry, it's been a long time since I listened to that, man,
0: because it's not good. <laughs> Say <Same laughs> what the super chat says. I think okay, now so I
1: don't know. I don't listen to shit that's not good. <laughs>
0: Say says, I think Nas needs a Black Thought Flex moment. Just to remind uh, the peons who Nas is. Tired of being humble. And he needs to shoot the legit vid. Yeah, I I would like to see a legit video. I don't think you're ever really going to get Nas to go out there and freestyle. He never really was, you know, big on doing that. Even, like, in the younger parts of his career.
1: No, Mike. He used to make the rounds. Sharper than
0: termite teeth. I would love to hear it. Ah shit! I would love to hear it. I hope he does it. Jay Short with the super chat says that Nas and Mary toured together. Do you think Nas and Mary or any other R&B artist can make a successful collaborative album? Hmm.
1: Egos usually keep that from happening, so I'm going to say no Every time male got male groups get together and try to do it, like LSG. Uh, remember when Tyrese and Genuine and Tanger got together? It never works. It's just it's just egos. Niggas is used to being solo.
0: It's nothing personal, it's just you know what well, it's hard for solo artists to jump into a group setting, it just is. Le- LeBron and D
1: Wade, it took them a year to figure it out. Yeah, and they're top 25 players, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you can have the best of best talent, but when one nigga used to run in the show, think about it, they brought in three guys, all the they brought in two guys, all three of the guys is used to run in the show, that takes time. Yeah, you gotta be patient, respect the process.
0: Our legacy with super chat says, um Love what you guys do. You not only report on the culture, you are hip-hop culture. Introspective thoughts, uh, thought-provoking lyrics is why I love Pac and Nas. And this Nas album did not disappoint. Appreciate the love and definitely, I agree with that. Um, he's,
1: closer, he's closer to Pac in the, in the comparisons and in the comparative notes than he is to Big and J. Nas gets compared to Big and J because that's Brooklyn and Queens. He's more, his comp is Pac. More you than, know, than Jay.
0: I, I noticed that J Cole's more. I mean, they've been saying this since the beginning, but Jay Cole's very Nas-like. Mm-hmm. He is
1: straight off the tree.
0: Yeah, Michael yeah. Williams with the super chat says, "I love how Nas laughs at the start of uh, Michael and Quincy after rehearsing the first line. He laughs because he knows that he's about to do it absurd. Yeah, what he's about to do is absurd. Yeah,
1: I think All that's I a.
0: I would like to see a video for that, too. That'd be pretty action Yeah,
1: I, I, I like. I just like the way that he used all the mic references at the end, but he didn't force it. Like, it came naturally. Like, you could tell he pieced it together naturally. I'm like, yeah.
0: Lex Diesel says, No black person should be checking for the Grammys at this point. They've been a joke, and the Nas shade is blatant. Nas just performed on their show, too. Um, and so the fact that Magic gets no consideration for anything... I think it's a little weird. And I know Magic has its own tone and its own sound. But is it far-fetched to say Magic should be nominated for Rap Album of the Year over the Jack Harlow album or the DJ Khaled album? I mean, the man just performed at your award show just a couple months ago. I mean, and it's Magic, you know? No, I mean, like outside of that, let's just go on the political spectrum. We're thinking about the music, too. That's what I'm saying. I understand. I mean, we know this industry is about, you know, television. I get get where you're going with it. Go ahead. But I'm just saying, if we take all of that out of it, because people will say, y'all, we just being Nas stands or whatever, but the man just performed at your show. Mm -hmm. You just gave him a Grammy, too. Yeah, you just gave him a Grammy uh, last year. And so he performs and does a whole medley at your award ceremony. Right. You don't think that Magic should be in the category of the Jack Harlow album, at least? Okay, so or you or know or, or, what? Let's keep Jack no, the no, DJ my, my Khaled album.
1: No, I got plug talk for you again. Like, since you want to ask, mm-hmm. the Grammys hit Nas back with some bullshit talking about Magic dropped too late because it was December, even though it was before the cutoff time. They be with that bullshit. Mm. They be on that bullshit. Right. They knew what they was doing. And Mike, I want to say something, too. Mm-hmm. You were a little 50-50 about the Grammy performance because you were worried that the Grammys were using Nas
0: to give That's them some hot, credibility
1: bro. that they had lost.
0: And people trashed me for saying and that. They
1: trashed you, but now here we are. Is there any KD2 nominations?
0: <laughs> any Magic nominations? Exactly that's exactly where I was coming from and that's
1: exactly what you were talking about you were talking about are they going to continue to support this man and back him while he's giving them credibility in a time where they needed the credibility the most
0: Exactly, and they
1: did the shit that you thought that they was going to do that made you concerned so kudos to you for calling this out what was that earlier this year, or last year, Mike, that you did that? Is that that? I don't feel like that was, it was earlier this year.
0: this year. Cause I think it was around March when they had the ceremony and that, that's why I didn't. And people thought that my perspective on that was coming from the fact that I felt like Nas should be supporting the boycott that, you know, I guess Ye was kind of boycotting. I forgot why, but no, nah, that's not where I was coming from. I just felt like, cause Kanye was supposed to be on that stage And I forgot what happened where that didn't happen anymore, but I felt like they were using Nas in that situation. And I didn't like the way that looked, and I didn't think he was going to be appreciated for it. And here we are, like, you know, Magic, nor KD2. He said Magic didn't hit the cutoff, but what about KD2? And so, yeah, it's hard for me to fathom that anybody feels like Jack Harlow's album deserves to be in this category
1: or the Khaled album the Khaled album's not any good either Mike
0: yeah the Khaled album ain't really do nothing man it's just a, I, honestly man the Khaled album and Khaled not, might
1: be agent zero you know <laughs> but, he might be where all the agents get all their agent paperwork from it's like you come in you do a verse with Khaled we give you your agent paperwork you know you belong to the game now and not the streets I, anymore
0: I've, I've said this on this show before I have no idea how and why these Khaled albums are even able to come together hey, in the way want that to they what? do. I want to how see do they make money? Where
1: Khaled has paid people because he sure has paid. Like He's got to be spending a ton of money to pay these artists. I don't artists understand. For their
0: work. I don't
1: understand. I do see some pay stubs. Not like, even just the he's artists. He's paying artists to do this stuff? Like Because like this many niggas can't love Khaled. It's like, what is he paying? Not,
0: Not even just that, Kurt. Not even just that. It'd be like, like a Nas J version,
1: a Nas and a J version, <laughs> should tap your budget out damn near.
0: It's high price samples and everything. It's very big problematic. time producers. It's like it's a paperwork episode. Mike, where I'd like to and see the why on DJ albums? What's the budget for an album like this, and how does an album like this even make that back on any level? You know what and I mean? Who getting paid, Mike? Who getting paid? I want to know. I don't who understand. Paid. I, I really don't understand. Like, I mean, how much is? The I mean, only thing I, mean, I deduce I got to. the keys. How much the Future
1: make for I Got the Keys? I want Future to post a check out how much Khaled paid him for I Got the Keys with Jay. The only Jay thing that the I stuff. can deduce...
0: The no, only no, thing. I,
1: want, I want to see some paperwork, Mike. I want to see paperwork on everybody. I want paper trails. I want documentation. It's a lot of agent shit going on. A lot of niggas faking and flogging in the game today.
0: The only thing that I can deduce a Khaled project too is the fact that maybe the major labels use Khaled as a project to keep certain artists hot without them having to drop an album. Now the that paid? did work what God did. Did it not? Is the artist getting paid? Huh? Is the artist getting paid. I don't think so.
1: I would venture matters. to
0: say I don't think the artists get paid to be on a pro album. That, sounds, that,
1: that all sounds like agent work to me.
0: It's really weird, right? Godfather right, with a super the chat says. <laughs> Yo, Nas gets uh nine album. I'm uh, sorry, Nas get nine albums on iTunes. Yo, Nas get nine albums on because he said they got nine albums on iTunes. Um Shoot, we about to roll out of here, man. This has been a great show, though. Intelligent is, intelligence is scary, says Guru or Hit Boy, fellas. What do you mean? Hold on. Hold on. Guru oh, or oh. Hit Boy? Oh. I don't understand the question. Uh, Frank Rizzo with the Super Chat says Cole's Ni- from the Nas tree. He let Nas down, not Jay. Hmm. Blue Collar know, Hustle people says. People were talking
1: about a classic album with no help. Forest Hill Drive, 2014, J. Cole.
0: There you go. Um, Blue Collar Hustle says Hit Boy said the magic wasn't submitted. Okay. Okay. And this is the thing, man. Submitted or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all know what the landscape is like out here. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would be remiss if I didn't speak on this before we leave. The Grammys intentionally zeroed Nikki out. She got no nominations. You know, she was making up a big fuss about the fact they were trying to put her super freaky girl song in the pop category and not the rap category. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't nominate her at all.
1: What
0: they said is, I
1: gave you power, I made you buck wild. That's what they said. I, I guess, gave you power, I made you
0: buck wild. <laughs> I guess the thing is, man, like... I, like me now. At least you know I'm glad she got that MTV moment because I mean Nikki's put in the work she deserves it. But oh, really? uh, he's talking about Jay's producer guru. Guru is his engineer, so I'm definitely so gonna great. say Hit Boy. I thought he was talking about Gangstar Guru or something.
1: It's the only Guru I really know, Mike. I don't know, the rapper.
0: Yeah, but um, I hate to say it like this from a mainstream standpoint. I think Nikki just needs to pivot if she wants to continue to make music and make music for her fans. Pivot and just make music for your chord. It rocks with you. Like the mainstream is, for lack of a better term, they have moved on from Nicki Minaj, unfortunately. And, and whether right or wrong, it's just the reality. You know, and I think that, not to say that she can't make music, because I think she can. She's great. You know, she's held it down for the past uh, 10, 15 years on a mainstream level for women in rap. But she's got to pivot and do something different. And that different isn't going to be mainstream stuff because the mainstream seems to be officially out of the Nicki Minaj business. That's what I got from that. (laughs) (laughs) Hassan Sykes with the Super Chat says... Jay is trying to be current is uh, uh I got the keys. Nas is being current with 40 side and reminisce. Right. Uh Melvin Wright with the super chat says, guys, Nas was nominated for KD2 when he performed at the Grammys. Okay. Was that okay, okay. that makes sense.
1: Oh, you're right. Well, I think we did talk about that. KD2 okay. didn't get so KD2 KD2 it. KD2 was nominated.
0: And Magic wasn't nominated because it wasn't submitted.
1: Okay. That's See, nice. but here's the thing about it. KD three is not eligible for, you know, this run, but is available for the next run though.
0: Right. It should, if it's submitted, right? Right. We'll see what happens. All right, man. Well, we got to get up out of here, man. It's been a great Wednesday show. Uh, We appreciate everybody's (laughs) participation. I don't know what's really coming this Friday, but I'm sure we'll have something to talk about.
1: I know Conway is supposed to be coming soon because he talked about having the NAS feature. So I'm expecting to hear his album before the year is over. But, Mike, after this, officially probably going into yearbook mode because it is time.
0: It is time. Um,
1: Oh, Mike, Mike, I got a couple things for the people before we go. Okay. You know, um, I know those of you all who follow us know that, you know, we do the top fives. I would like people to drop in the chat before we go what you think are some of the next top fives we could do or should do because we're going to record this weekend. Is it this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This weekend we're going to record some top fives. I'd like to hear from the people what top fives. You would like us to do Mike and Ron, our video guy, and I usually come up with the list, but this is for the people and by the people, like we always said. And so I just want to open up the floor a little bit if y'all want to drop in the comments to see what we should do. I think some of what we thought about is probably going to be in line, and if it matches up, we will. But just want y'all's feedback yeah. and involvement in it. You know what I'm saying? Like always, and appreciate y'all for all the support and the love that y'all have been giving us.
0: 10,000 and Like, what
1: are we doing on Patreon?
0: Uh, I mean, the next are thing... Doing, like, are we doing the Pete Rock and... I think and, um, we should, yeah. Eric said thing? Yeah. Okay. Man-Man uh, says they blackballed Nikki after she went at Miley at MTV. I thought that was fake. Was that real? Okay. All right, well, before we get out of here, man, yeah, go check out uh, Sorcerer.z. He got Look. their last tribute out there. And uh, like I here? said, we got in the community section. You know, he's really showing love. It's crazy to see all these uh, MCs really giving Nas that love uh, for the KD3. The impact is what it is. I really don't care what the first week sales say on my end. I know his team does, but the impact is what it is. And you can't duplicate that. Can't manufacture that.
1: No, you can't. You know what the Grammys really just told Nikki? Don't be Eddie King trying to sing your way back in the group.
0: (laughs) Yeah, But you know what? I'll take a positive from this because I think Nikki does have abilities, right? What Nikki needs to do is, and what she's been doing for too long is pandering or catering to an audience that really doesn't care about her like that. She needs to get back to the core. If you want to keep making some music, get back to the core and you can make some music. We're going to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? If you making stuff that connects, it connects. But as far as like you making the 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 radio music, they've moved on to Mulatto. lotto, and Where, you know, and, and a few others. I mean, it is what it is. Where's she from? Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're getting out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. I mean, I'll make
1: some playlists, y'all, too. I'm gonna make some playlists on Spotify. I'm okay. Working uh, on it. We just I've been wall to wall with nice stuff in about three weeks.
0: Are you jumping on Station Head at any point or? We can just tonight? It. I mean at any point like you know before Friday's show
1: if I so I'm going to give you a heads up and map it out I haven't okay. even mapped
0: that out yet I might if we'll, I do it's probably going to be a pull up tomorrow night we'll tweet it out follow us on right. Twitter too it you out. know what I'm saying um A2HH the game on Twitter and you know you'll be updated on everything that we doing we're going to holler at y'all great shit Right.